0: Let him
1: have it. How lucky can one guy be? I kissed her and she kissed me. Like the fella once said,
2: ain't that a kid? And welcome to the Bocce Bros podcast. I'm your host, Chris Lovell, and with me today, my fellow Bocce Bros, Anthony Cugini, Dante Lovell, and a special guest one of my best friends since growing up. I think we met in middle school, Carmen. Uh, Chef Carmen Katsulo. How are we doing, Carmen? I'm fantastic. Are How
3: are
4: you guys? I'm doing well, Carmen. Nice to see you, man. Yeah, you guys too. This is awesome.
2: Are you excited? Are you nervous?
4: I, I, uh, I was a little bit nervous. The, uh, the cocktail is helping mm-hmm. and being with you guys is helping and I'm, I'm excited.
2: So we trying a little thing different here today. We have a video podcast we're trying out. We have a few cameras here. They're not that great, but we'll see how it goes. Earlier today, Carmen made us some drinks. So he said we have a cocktail. He's going to explain that in a minute, as well as a little dessert that he made for Ooh. us. So that's why don't you kind of go into detail what you made? Because it's perfect time of the year for for what you did.
4: Yeah, so we did a, um Italian mint julep, which is basically, uh, that's right here. Because we're on video. I keep forgetting. Like I'm thinking like I'm looking around. Salute. Yeah, cheers, boys. Uh, So it's like some muddled mint at the bottom of the glass. Uh, Then Maker's Mark 46 bourbon. Uh, You could use any bourbon, but that's my favorite. And then San Pellegrino Lemonita Soda, which probably has way too much sugar for us, but it balances out the harshness of the bourbon. Uh, Some fresh lemon squeeze, and that's pretty much it. Uh, But I wanted to make it because of the derby. And I thought it'd be a cool little drink for us. And then uh, we've been uh, munching on before this some, uh, I want to make cannolis, but I like doing this cannoli dip, made a pistachio one, butterscotch and chocolate chip, which was delish.
2: I've never seen that before. When you yeah. said you were making it, I was like, what is that going to be? Yeah. And then when I went upstairs, I was like, oh, Lord, yeah, yeah, that was good. How, well, did you guys think it was good? I don't even think did Dante even
3: have any? You know this is gonna yeah,
1: he's be being awkward. Real weird. This is awkward. Oh, guys,
2: what? I ain't I ain't a lot of dinner because I didn't. No, I didn't so have one a lot yet. of dinner.
3: I didn't have one yet. No, I get that. I ate a lot of dinner. I just came straight from dinner, uh-huh. and uh, my stomach just still needed to settle in. But I'm gonna have one before I walk
4: away from this so house. So I feel embarrassed, but like I started to dip you one because you have the boot on. Yeah, and then so, I didn't like, get a, it. A, a, uh, people know out in the world that you have your are covering. <laughs> <laughs> from an injury. <laughs> not an yeah. alcohol. You're recovering <laughs> from injury. I was like, uh, and I started to, like, dip him one, yet. thinking, like, does he need this much help? You know what I mean? Like, you ever feel like you don't know how much to do? So you're like, oh, hey, I'll bring your drink down. Like, yeah. I thought that's normal. No, I and I started that. to, like, dip you a chip. Mm-hmm. And then I was like, do you want some? And then I just, like, started eating it because I thought that was a little <laughs> awkward. So. It was. But delicious. you should have some. Thanks. No, I definitely will.
3: And oh, it look good, that's for sure. Oh, yeah. Things. The and drink was
0: delicious too for a non-bourbon drinker. Yeah, it was. I can't even tell. Mm-hmm. I but know. Very good.
4: Usually, usually Bartles and James. What do you like? I'm a tequila vodka. Okay, that's about it. That's One it. or the other. <laughs> Cocktails it. or straight up? Just straight up
0: soda. Soda lime or, or lemon?
2: He's one of those guys that watches his figure when he drinks.
4: Mm. Calories. Which is good. Calories smart. I say lime and I know you're going to say lemon. I'll, you're a lemon. You go lemon. <laughs> lemon all day, dude. Well, you Maybe know what? Citru- I mean I like citrus with a drink for sure. You know what they say? Life hands you lemons.
3: You make <laughs> <laughs> What do you do with that? What- That was a terrible joke. Yeah, thanks, uh, Dante. (laughs) Great start. (laughs) And that's your comedy
1: segment.
2: (laughs) So, Anthony, how are you?
3: I'm great. Yeah? I'm doing wonderful. Tell us about your day. Are you in a uh, sand volleyball league now, right? Is that it? (laughs) I am. How's that going? It's great. I heard that you, I heard now, this is what I heard. I don't think Anthony knows about this yet, but uh, if you listen to our past podcast, Anthony gets sometimes a little upset if we have a bad throw, but in the past <laughs> no. he's been really great. I think, you know, he's grown a lot. Um that's when Chris and I are around. Chris and I aren't around on this volleyball team mm. and I and I heard I heard some news that um Oh no. I heard some news
4: that he might You lost be, your temper.
3: <laughs> no, I wouldn't say that. He's just criticizing of his teammates.
1: Oh no. Teammate.
4: <laughs> Teammate. mate. Who? Is it your nope, wife? I'm not naming okay, Is it your name. wife? He's are you listening. on a co ed we'll team change. and is it your wife? It's not. This okay, that's good. That's good. No, the, is...
3: the moral of the story is that he, Anthony, is he a very competitive spirit and it's just great to see that transfer over into Sand Volleyball. Yes. <laughs> so
4: where are you playing at?
3: Uh, woodlands. Sand I've
4: I've Volleyball. It transfers
2: over to everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Beer yeah, yeah. pong. <laughs> Beer you know, pong is the first thing.
4: Coloring. I'll keep it between the lines. Way better than you. Even though
2: I
0: cut grass? I'm competitive. <laughs> I see my favorite out there. I got out today between the rainstorm just to cut it, just to piss him off. He's out there on the a lawnmower like this.
4: <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Middle I finger. I a lady
3: outside looking through the window. And I'm like, see this? Yeah. Grass is cut. Yours is not. Lines. It's all about the lines. So is
4: this your first time playing competitively in We're San We're in Baltimore? the party league. Yeah, yeah. That's fine. That's called the beer league. Yeah. The, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I've yeah, yeah.
4: played in that. It's it's a tough league. I'm a I'm a big sand volleyball guy. I, I love sand volleyball. Chris is good. Chris is
0: really good. We're we're trying to get Chris into the lineup. Thanks,
4: Carm.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. He's a very good sand volleyball player. Trust me. I'm good at a lot of things. Yeah. It just happens. Sports wise. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> That's it. All, All nice. right, Nooch. Yeah. We appreciate you coming on. The main reason why we wanted you on is because you have a lot going on in your life. I do. I have a lot going on. And we're really excited for you. So several years ago, you were at a turning point. You were had this passion for food. Am I right? Yes. And you're typically, You're doing what everyone else is doing in a typical 9-to-5 job, uh, 40 hours a week. You probably liked the co coworkers that you were working with. But it was just something what wasn't fulfilling you. Am I am I accurate 100%. in that statement? hundred percent.
4: Yeah, it was just uh, paycheck to pay. You know, not paycheck to paycheck. Looking for just just working to be able to buy things and enjoy life, but not like loving what I was doing during that nine to five, forty hour grind.
2: So, right. Yeah. Now, you've been you went to uh, culinary school, and yes. I feel like from the outside looking in. And I'm not surprised by this at all, since starting you found a pretty good amount of success um, and I would say moments of um, like how would I word this uh basically saying okay, this moment happened, you know i've
4: What am I trying to say? Like making the right choice type of thing? Or like.
2: Yeah, it's like gratification. Like, oh shit, this happened. I'm doing well. Okay, I'm happy I started doing this. Rather, it was the pesto competition, right? Um, Just overall, probably being acknowledged in class. Uh,
4: Dude, I've said that like out loud to my wife, Rihanna, like multiple times is I feel like I'm on the right path because of, you know, A, B, or C, the pesto competition happening. You know, getting an award or something like that, it's like, oh, like everybody needs feedback. I think that's completely normal. Like I always I I'm like this. I feel like you're like this a little bit, is you want people to tell you that you are doing well. Like you need to you need to have self-acknowledgement that like you know you're doing well at something. But especially in food, like I made the cocktail and I looked at each one of you. I'm like, did you enjoy? Do you like that? Do you like that? Do you like that? Mm-hmm. The cannoli. I'm like, you like that? You mm-hmm. like that? But I'm the same way about like what I'm doing in life, it's like you want to hear back that you're doing well. You have self-motivation. That's very important. But to know like hearing actual things like you're like getting an actual award or, you know, you're like, oh, man, I'm actually doing really good. And I went through life just like focusing on family or my wife, never about work. It was working just the work. Yeah. Now it's like the real deal. Mm -hmm. So actually getting that back, because the beginning was so scary, I never thought that. um, I just went into it with no uh, big goals at the beginning because I didn't want to not hit them. So super scary. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So I guess take us through the process. What I'm interested in learning is the decision to make this leap because it is a big leap. And the conversations you maybe had with three, your wife, um, and just take us through the process from then to when you made the decision to where you're at now.
4: Yeah, so um, I had, like, hopped around in jobs. I've worked in, like, medical field um, as a physical therapy aide. I've worked as, uh, in the design field as uh, doing social media. I've, like, bounced around. So when I was working at the design firming uh, Columbus Prior- Priorities Designs, it was awesome. I met a lot of really cool people, but I got to see, I'm going to burp. Go ahead, burp, burp it up. was oh, so close. <laughs> it's like right there. <laughs> Subtle.
1: <laughs> <laughs> and uh scene. And scene.
4: <laughs> And uh, I got to see like how impassioned they were and they, like, I don't know, it's kind of like for you guys, but like a lot of people go to school and like they go for engineering and they become an engineer. Like, I never did that at the beginning. So, like, mm. I was always, like, jealous of, like, man, they went on, like, a career path and then picked that and then they <laughs> did that and they like it. And like, that's what they were supposed to do. So, I was always, like, well, I'd have to, like, go back to be a designer. I was working with designers and engineers. But what was so cool was with social media and marketing and stuff there, I was in charge of hosting events. So, I would host these huge events mm. with, like, 300 Probably 400 great of that too. It was fun. Yeah. I mean, me and Chris love doing stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. Like parties are fun. Mm-hmm. Planning parties are fun. Mm-hmm. well I got to do food. I got to cook for people. I got to set up events the way that I wanted and that's when I started to be like, you know, is cooking something that's just a hobby or something that could be a career. So then I started cooking, not started to, but I always like cooked with family, but I didn't cook with families as, as much as I do with friends. Cooking with my family is more like I'm like a line cook sous chef, like way <laughs> at the back, like barely getting an opinion because my family's chock full. I, like all of our families, mm-hmm. like our moms, like our grandmas, everybody's such like amazing cooks, mm-hmm. you know, like I'm just learning from them. With my friends, I'm more like we would go to like Hawking Hills, go on a trip, and I was in charge of cooking for 22 people, breakfast, lunch, dinner, three, four nights in a row. And basically it culminated, I was starting to think of the idea because Cameron Mitchell opened up a uh, a huge, uh, awesome cooking building uh, school at uh, Columbus State. So I was starting to kind of look at it. I'm like, oh, that'd be cool to go back to school um, and finish something that I'm really like passionate about. And then I went on a trip and I was cooking for everybody and on the way home from a trip i was with my wife Rihanna. i looked at her i'm like this is my favorite is cooking for everybody all the time
1: Mm -hmm.
4: i'm like i love the company i work with because like you're in this position you when you're like at a company that you love working for it's like well is that the thing like should you love what you're doing or love Mm -hmm. the people you're working with or love the company you work for because they say for something cool and i was just like i don't care what this is i love cooking so much like why am i not doing this all the time she's like i completely agree
3: that self-realization too is real oh dude and it's scary not many people are comfortable with that or you know or you know can get to that point right
4: and we were uh me and Christopher talked about this it's like it's uh super scary is realizing well this is super cool but like i have to go back to school i'm 32 Mm. so like when i went back to school it's like 19 year old TikTok people.
3: <laughs> Did you learn any dances? dances? At least, dude, yeah. Come on.
4: Do you have any like fam bet like stuff I've heard? Like where I'm like, uh huh, <laughs> no cool, cap. dude. No, no <laughs> yeah, cap, <bro>. no <laughs> cap. <laughs> yeah. So, um, but it's been the decision was super scary, but it's all the wife. I mean, if she's successful. I would have never been on it, been able to go back to school mm-hmm. and spend the money on school and everything without her you know, support. Like, 100 percent. Like emotionally, mentally, all that. <laughs> mentally, and then yeah, cash wise. <laughs> well,
2: yeah, I mean that's what a marriage <laughs> yeah. is. You go back and forth, right? Like you my, back each other up. My a mama,
4: hundred percent. That's great. Sorry, that was long winded. Hey, no, that's that's yeah, exactly
2: yeah, yeah. what we want. I don't want a short short answer. So, sh- go through that conversation. Was she like, yeah, go for it? You know how how did that go about?
4: Yeah, she was. That's she great. really was, which was awesome. And it was even it was more me. Like, I was a terrible student. Like, high school was pretty good. um, And then, I mean, yeah, we goofed off, but I did okay. <laughs> uh, I, I mean, I b- b- almost, I, like, failed out of Ohio State. Like, I was at Ohio State. I was partying. I had no, I was, like, in communications. That's so broad. Like, I had no idea what I wanted to do. Mm-hmm, I had so I many interests. That. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. We always talk about interests. like there was like a f- a 50 million things I would... Like, oh, I want to be a sportscaster. I want to do this. I want <laughs> right. to do that. I yeah. And it's like you just go through so many things. And it was like you're three years in before you know what you want to do. That's why college is so scary. I always am so jealous of people that like go... How do you go from high school <laughs> to college <laughs> knowing what you want to do? Right. And then go do it. <laughs> and then like that's what you are for mm-hmm. the rest of your life. <laughs> that's insane. Like imagine me, <laughs> you... You, at <laughs> 19 or 18, like, going, it's insane. That's why I hate the question. What do you want to do? Like, nothing. I, don't, I, don't
2: I have no do. idea.
4: Yeah. Yeah. I, I've started to hate that question. Like, I mean, it's a little off topic, but, uh, dude, it's the same thing when people ask me. You asked me earlier, but I was completely cool with it. When people ask me, what are you going to cook? What's your restaurant going to be like? Dude, I don't know, and I think that's cool. Like, I feel like it's, like, with goals, too. It's, like, it's cool to be completely adaptable and be like my thing is too i don't want my food at the restaurant to be italian i don't want it to be french i don't want it to be brewery food i want it to be food but some of my favorite restaurants like we were talking about 101 like i love 101 beer kitchen i like all the what what are they like they're
1: some of, some everything. of
4: this some of that yeah, it's like it's cool i mean some of my favorite restaurants are italian i get that but <laughs> I like when it's a little bit of this and a little bit of that. Why does that have to fit one thing? Who cares Mm. anymore? It doesn't really matter. But, yes, back to Rihanna. She was, like, super supportive from the beginning. And uh, she she was supportive from the beginning. She pushed me in times that were super hard, where, like, that first day where you're pulling up the campus (laughs) – (laughs) First day of school. <laughs> did you oh, take like
2: your first day of school picture? I, I was doing
4: the b- I didn't do that. You Damn it. I, I did, did I that did. with Dante. So
2: Dante lived with me when he uh Dante transferred from YSU. So his first I think it was go two penguins. years. Yeah. Penguins? He uh, he lived with me and I would go out and like in front of my stoop and take his I'll, we'll oh, have to great. post it on, yeah, we'll put on it in this, the video on the social we'll put media. Video. I, but, I even great.
3: did it for first day of work uh, for my new job. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm all about that first day pick. I, I think that. that's
4: <laughs> memories We held the signs. Did you guys do that? It's at like second grade.
2: Oh yeah,
3: yeah. We (laughs) didn't. I was the
4: Oak Drive crew. Like it was like me, Lauren Camacho. My mom was like, she'd be, Chris, go get the rollers
2: in my in my car. So I'd like go there. I had to put her like little heels on because I couldn't find my shoes. So I'm like tiptoeing so my feet aren't cold in the garage. Grab her rollers, get up there, and then she's like, all right, get out to the goddamn bus right now. (laughs) Yeah, that's exactly what would happen too. My mom's the best,
4: so yeah. she's yeah. probably listening to this. Yeah, she's gonna yeah. be
2: like, "Why'd you paint that
4: picture?" <laughs> we're, but...
2: we're both about
3: to get a phone call.
4: Yeah. <laughs> uh, yes, uh, super scary. First day was uh, going back was weird. Um, you know, like I like to be. I'm. I like to think that I'm extremely confident now in the kitchen, but at the dude walking in, and like it's not nor it's not normal college where like you're sitting in the back of a room. It's a it's a trade. So like when I walked in the first day you're in a full chef outfit like to the nine. So it's like super scary. Yeah. You're like, this is real now. It's mm. like, I'm not backing out. And it's like you're, you your, know, and then it's, it becomes part of your skin. But at the beginning, it's not, Yeah, not at all.
3: Especially when that check clears, you're like, well, this is it. Yeah.
4: <laughs> Here we go.
3: <laughs> and what I think about too, the first, uh, uh, what's the Adam Sandler movie? Uh, back to school. That, dude, I would say oh, back that all to time. to school.
4: <laughs> to prove to mommy and daddy that I'm not a fool.
0: <laughs> so when you, when you went back, was it like, I, I equate the to like cooking shows, like Top Chef, like you walk in, people are like, here you go. Um,
4: yeah, so I've talked about this with some people. It definitely is like that with class in the fact that, I mean, it depends on the class. There's some that are classroom setting. You know, like you learn how to build a menu and price menus. That's kind of boring. It's like whatever. But the actual cooking part, um, you're cooking under a timer, you know, and then at the end you're bringing up a plate during your window uh, to serve and you're being judged by them. And it feels a lot like the shows, I think. Um, The only thing that's awesome is that – and different is that you're getting notes throughout like cooking and everything. But it definitely has that sense of it, I think. The pressure, yeah. The
0: uh, the one that's going on, I don't know if you watch it, the The current season has someone from Columbus, Ohio on
4: I know him. You know he's him? a good dude. Well, I mean, I know him through yeah. like the social world. Are you better uh, than him? I'm way better than no. him. No. No. <laughs> uh, he's at, um, what restaurant's he at? Service bar? I, I think so. Yeah, yeah that's it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. He's a good dude. Yeah. He, he makes some awesome stuff. Yeah. I and mean, we have... Columbus, is that good something chefs. you would ever entertain? A show like that, or would you just cooking competitively on a show, or like like chef entertainment on that side on a show? I would do it.
2: Yeah. I think so. Be good at it.
4: Yeah, it's a little scary. I mean, like, how real are these shows? Mm-hmm. Too, like, it depends on the show. Like, how much of it is it like the glitz and glamour and whatever? But I mean, I love Chopped and stuff like that. That's what got me. I love that type of stuff. Let me know if I'm saving um too much. umming? You're good. My umming? No. I did a little bit at the beginning. I didn't even notice. I try to watch it. The ums. Smart. But yeah, I think I would. <laughs> but yeah, um. <laughs> but yeah, um. I think would. Uh, <laughs> yeah, maybe
3: some ahs. I used to have a teacher that would like you know bring that to our attention. Probably maybe the same teacher, Mr. Color. I think was the one who always did. We would he would watch our ums though, so we would like he would mark them down if he heard someone say um. He would mark it down on, like, mm. you know, there'd be some, you know, risk-reward type sixth deal. Color. Wasn't that sixth grade? Sixth, that's 100%. See, color grade. or color? Col- C-U-L-L-A-R. Next, b- best him? friends with Thad, oh. right?
2: Mm-hmm. He
1: had,
2: a- <laughs> <laughs> he had a crush on, like, Steph. Dude,
1: yeah,
2: <laughs> <laughs> Shout out, Steph. What's Yo, up? What's
1: up?
4: That <laughs> it's definitely true.
2: Um. Yeah. All right, so... Things started right, and I want to. Uh, there's just a few highlights, right? Uh-huh. The pesto competition. Mm-hmm. That's that's one thing that got me excited. So, yeah. go through that. Go through the, what the competition is. Uh, and it's actually cool because our our Columbus Italian Club, we uh, we have a member there who represents uh, part of the American Italian community here in Columbus. And the city of Genoa, Italy, is our sister city. They're the one who actually donated the statue of Christopher Columbus uh, to the city. We have a pretty good relationship with them, and they're also known as like the pesto capital capital of the yeah. world, right? Yeah. And uh, go ahead, kind of talk
4: about that. Yeah. So that was an incredible experience. Um, the basically it was an open, you know, competition. You had to submit uh, a resume and an essay and everything, all the stuff that you wanted to compete in this competition. I was the only student. It was a lot of professional chefs, but at home chefs, but a lot of people that have committed, uh, competed in other competitions food-wise. Uh, I was the only Columbus State uh, student that competed. And like you said, it's, Genoa is like our sister city uh, for – Like our Italian sister city? Is that how you would say it? Italy, yeah. Italy's, yeah. Sister city. So
3: Columbus, um, excuse me, Columbus's sister city. Right.
4: Ah, So for the Pesto competition, it was in 17, I think, cities around the United States. They took the winner from each city, and then all of those winners went to Genoa to compete with winners from a bunch of other major cities around the globe. I finished second. (laughs) Just a super big bobber.
1: <laughs>
2: it was a cool setting though. So guests can come and uh Rihanna, Carmen's wife, she reached out to me and she's like, Hey, you know, we are doing this, this, and that, or we're doing this pesto competition. Do you want to get a group of friends that you know everyone could show up? And I was like, Yeah. And then she mentioned shirts. So we all have our we all got a shirt with Carmen's face on it. And we show up and there's like twenty of us. Yeah. Maybe more and everyone else just had you know a few family members which is still a good turnout but you you see like the 3rd 4th and 5th row and it's just My face us on the <laughs> yeah, a student yeah. section
4: but we're sitting behind yeah basically which, which i'm all about i was going to say you, you, which you <laughs> which ran, I, which ran from pshs we're, we're sitting the judges were uh, jenny jenny from jenny's ice cream who's like a oh wow hero
2: to me yeah i love her she's great awesome. there was uh, someone in like the senate
4: or uh so there was the two uh, people like he's like his his name is Mister Pesto he's from Genoa these, <laughs> these the dudes barely spoke Get English. the oh, hell yeah. out of here dude Mister Pesto him. his yeah. name's Mister Pesto he was
2: great uh, whatever
4: <laughs> that's his name his man
2: legal name isn't no Mr. his
4: legal <laughs> name isn't Mister Pesto Okay, good that'd
2: it's, be my wrestling name yeah, yeah.
4: Mister Pesto <laughs> 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 I will grind you into submission <laughs> 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 what would you grind. Well, yeah, the mortar and pestle. Oh, somebody's face. I don't know. <laughs> uh, so, yes to what you said. That was. Uh, I still can't grasp. It's so weird. Like when people support you, and no emotion. It was. It was overwhelming. Very overwhelming in a in a good sense. I mean, my what Chris neglected to say was that it was a surprise behind me back. Was that <laughs> if Rihanna was communicating with that. Chris? I thought. I thought my wife would be there, and maybe a couple friends would show up. That's awesome. And then, like, I walk in, and our auditorium, which is a sweet auditorium at Mitchell Hall Columbus State, hosts, like, it probably fits, like, 125, 150 people. And like he said, it's, like, 20-some people of just your – and it was pretty full. I mean, it was hosted. It was a really cool live event. And when you walk in, you didn't expect that. So I was actually – uh, getting prepped so like they're going over the rules and the regulations the competition which is super simple pesto is just uh, basil pine nuts olive oil parmesan reggiano salt uh, garlic like that's it that's it but it's, like, your ratios, how you work it. They're looking at all these different things. So we're going over the regulations, and I see Dom Schneider and Chris Walkett. Like, like people start to walk in with my – and I go, oh, God. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no,
1: please.
4: Which oh
2: I was a little God. nervous. I'm like, shit, hopefully we're not <laughs> no, making that. him nervous. He made know? me nervous.
1: That's got
4: to feel no, some I was type nervous. of way. You I was nervous. I had my headphones in. I was trying to – I was listening to the Rocky Force soundtrack. <laughs> of course you were. The best soundtrack the best of all, soundtrack all time. The best soundtrack of all time. And I was trying to – I was just trying to breathe – because sometimes it's so weird competing. Cause I'm starting to do it. I'm doing a little bit more. You, uh, you, I mean, you know, this from sports, it's, uh, you keep, sometimes it's just, I don't know where your heart starts being. You're like, I feel like I'm calm. What's going on? <laughs> it's like, sometimes the moment just gets so big. Mm-hmm. So it's actually, it's not, it's acknowledging the moment instead of like trying to avoid it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? Even with like speaking. So like we're, cameras are on and i'm talking and stuff that's weird and at first it's like oh do i feel nervous it's like no just like acknowledge the fact that it's a little weird Mm -hmm. that you're talking with your friends on my like we've never talked like this right we've talked 40 million times in our life (laughs) not like this you just acknowledge it and you get over it but if it's the same thing with competing like you just you get through it and you just start moving you never like clinch up but yes it was a super awesome experience i got to meet Unbelievable connections through it. Jenny, Jenny Bauer, who is Jenny's Ice Cream, we met that day. She was my uh, judge there. I got to tour Jenny's Ice Cream privately with her, got to talk with her about opening up your own business. It was incredible, just me and her. And you just reached out to her.
2: Yeah. That wasn't like a class thing, like, oh, everyone got to do that. You reached out to her and Mm -hmm. said, hey, I'm so-and-so. Yeah. And you built that connection.
4: Yes, and then, actually, I competed against uh, the dude that... I don't know if you guys have a Wizard of Zaw. Yeah. Uh, or no. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, That's my dude. That dude's from Youngstown. That. Really, is he really? That dude's from Youngstown. He dude, he's I,
3: awesome. You want to know how I know he's from Youngstown? Because he makes good pizza. pizza. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Wow. Uh, good
4: pizza. He competed in the pesto competition. Did he really? Yeah, T- yeah, tell yeah, him to was stick was to he, pizza. Uh <laughs> <laughs> go to one of your high schools? Or uh, no, he's from Youngstown. He is not from Poland. I don't know where he's from. I don't remember. But... He, um, we, we've talked since the Hessel competition. There's been some, some talk, uh, but yeah, that could have been a career path, but he, he's doing really well. Wizard of Oz mm. killing it. I mean,
3: yeah, but I want to order my
4: pizza without having to get an email. So, like, once you're gonna <laughs> you going to open... You don't want to order it uh, three months in advance because yeah. that's how long it takes to get a pizza? That's, that's how ha- good it is. That's, that's, how, that's how, if or order, order, Yeah, They open
0: up their location, though, now. Uh, he's opening a- it up. Okay.
4: He's, he, he is on, like, the verge. But what he's killing it at is mm-hmm.
1: he Rating knows
4: exactly how much they're going to sell. Mm-hmm. My, can you imagine? Like, in food, knowing, you, knowing how much you're going to sell, that's how nice. much how much you're going to need, what you're going to make profit-wise months in advance. How much... Like, that's insane. It's a good model. Smart. Yeah. Super smart.
2: It's different, smart. right? Oh, so yeah. So we're, we're talking about it because it is different. That doesn't mean it's... I mean, it. I don't well, know you're going to make of,
4: good pizza, too. Exactly. You can't just have a good model. Right,
2: right, yeah. right, 100%. I'll, I'll say that. I'm not, I'm not just saying this because he's one of my best friends. His pesto was the best. Mm-hmm. We So after after the competition, we got to go up. You grab a little spoon... And this was pre-COVID, everyone.
4: Uh,
2: and you we didn't share spoons, but you got your own spoon. Everybody
4: shared a spoon, <laughs> one big spoon from Mr. Pesto,
2: and you got to taste everyone's pesto. The winner's was good, but it was had too much like of a garlic taste. I thought it was like a little too tangy, like spicy. Where his was just it was a. Everyone said it too. Random people were just like, "Oh, I thought the that fix was, was in." Better. He must have known someone. Then
4: we were happy. Who, who won? Was, who won? Uh, he's an executive chef. Uh, I'm. Forgetting his name. He's an executive chef at a restaurant. So I felt good because I'm a student. So I was like, oh, dude. And I hit it off with him like before. He was a cool dude. Mm-hmm. I was happy I was for like him. His family was there. Him. Yeah, we happy for He was for like him, almost sure. crying. Like he was so excited. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, dude, this is awesome. You think I'd no, take no, him out? Yeah. <laughs> the only thing that felt really good <laughs> was that. <laughs> I mean, it would have been a huge bummer if I'd won because the competition was in mid-January of mm-hmm. this past year. And it was the... Uh, the two like, years ago, two years ago. Yeah. Wow. Twenty twenty. It was twenty twenty. But. Yeah. Twenty twenty. January twenty twenty. Covid started in spring of twenty twenty. Right. Nice. What year is it? Yeah, it's
0: February March. It totally right. Started. Yeah.
4: So uh, the competition got put. I mean, they oh, haven't had. A, it. Yeah. The winner would have gone. to. Yeah. You go country. to compete national or nationally globally. Internationally for all the bucks. So all right. So two other
2: things on the yeah. chef talk and then we'll get into some other topics. Yeah. Unless there's other stuff you want to talk about.
4: No, dude, you you
2: lead it and then maybe we'll go astray, but we'll see.
4: Yeah. All
2: <laughs> right. So you have a big trip coming up. Yes. Student chef of the year. Yes. Am I right? On that yeah, in Orlando. It. Again. Yeah. <laughs> go ahead and give us some uh, little details on that, Car.
4: So student chef of the year competition, uh, it's crazy that I got picked to do this. So there's about First, how'd you get picked? You have to submit a recipe, pictures of your recipe, a bio like letters of recommendation. You have to do an essay. It's like all this stuff to enter in. Okay. Sure Which is weird shirt because off. You have to take your shirt. The pictures with your shirt off. Nice. That didn't help me that category. Oh. Kind of with, no. with just an apron or something. Just an apron. Nice. But you could turn around, which is huge. Like, oh, great oh, butt. Would you get they're like ah not bad. They got a ten out of ten <laughs> back. Like ten out of ten back. Which that helped me get to the second round. <laughs> <laughs> so it was, it was very weird because you're not cooking for them yet, and they have to pick you. So they kind of go off of who your recommendations are, your referral letters, basically. And I had to do a recipe, which I did these uh, pesto rubbed lamb chops, basically, with turnips and all this, you know, beets, beet greens, all this different stuff. So basically, there is, I think, like 25 of us competing, like for this national competition for Student Chef of the Year all across the nation. I could win the Midwest, which would be awesome. I could win the national like whole thing, which would be insane. You don't win anything other than the acknowledgement and you know your peers know and you get to put that on your resume, whatnot. But competing is very like in the chef world it's like a whole thing. Like to compete. It's these very like well regulated like, chopped style to an umpteenth degree competitions. And that's what I'm going to going to be doing in Orlando in August. So I'll do, like, I would say 20 run-throughs of the same recipe over and over again, over and over again with my, like, coaches, my mentors from school, from local chefs to help me, like, nail it down because it's all about your timeline your organization which is your mise en place so you're going in knowing what you're going to cook yes and
0: it's how many how many dishes you said
4: so for the competition they're still coming out with the guidelines but i think it will be like your main dish which would which would include probably like two or three sides like vegetables but they will probably give us the guidance of the protein and then that's it. So that everybody's sort of on the same, like, level pro- playing field. They usually pick something that you need to uh, fabricate. Pre- fabricate means, like, break down. So if they pick, they wouldn't pick filet because, like, filet comes as, like, a whole tenderloin. You just, like, cut in the pieces. super easy. They might pick, like, a whole salmon. So you have to, like, actually, like, cut the head off and, like, do all the, like, Ooh. That was something so you weird. Bring it, you'll bring part.
0: it like just fresh. And yeah. Just do it all right there.
4: Yes. You have to do everything there. There's like certain guidelines of like what prep you're allowed to do before so the you competition. Can't, you can't, like, my grandma's in the back. And be like, I'll be right back. Dude, I would. <laughs> can you imagine if you had like grandma's sauce in there or something? Down, like a whole dish. What's up with that dude's hat? <laughs> so you have like garlic. Just like. <laughs> I could probably squeeze a little olive oil out of the skin. <laughs> There's a little extra virgin olive oil. But yeah, it's it'll be cool. It's it's a little a little uptight and stuffy, like competition stuff is. Like I'm very I'm trying to do the new way of cooking, which a lot of chefs are doing, which is a lot more lax and a lot more uh, not as serious. I think a lot of them are just like very stuffy and like, especially with like a lot of menus, they try to make it very, you know, this is so perfect. This is the way you're supposed to eat. This is the way you're supposed to cook. It's like, who cares? I'm like, why can't you just break some rolls? <laughs> Which competition is old school. Everything's old school. It's you're being judged by master chefs. Master chefs is the elite of the elite. Like I'm going to school for, it's called a sous chef degree. A sous chef in a kitchen is not the executive chef; it's the person under underneath the executive chef. But that's called the that's what the degree is called. If you want to get your masters in cooking, you go to executive chef. If you want to get your like insane masters, that's a master chef, like Do- that
3: doctorate.
4: Uh, your doctorate, yeah. yeah, that's the elite of the elite. You have to pass like insane. Like not competition. You have to you have to pass in insane exams, basically cooking exams, mm-hmm. to get to that degree. Which I don't know if I would ever do that. I mean, becoming a suit like a certified sous chef, which I'll be in a week, is awesome. I'm completely cool with that. I've learned an insane amount. and made awesome connections, but I'm school's out. Like I'm done with school. <laughs> I'm ready to cook. Like so, you're done I'm after older. next week. I'll be certified sous chef after next week. I'll have like a couple classes to finish up like the like the uh oh I get that. good? Good. Uh the extracurricular, not extracurricular activities. It's like I'm in a golf class or bowling class. Are we doing crawl? Yeah, doing crawl. Whatever. <laughs> what is it? Uh, yeah, we, could do, we could do you to, we could do want at Columbus State? Yeah. Sure. We'll bring a black marker I'm there. at cl- I'm at class at Ohio State too. That'll be a, was a like, more senior fun let's just crawl for go Ohio State. Be do, it. do you know how many senior crawls I've been in at Ohio State? Should be next week. <laughs> three. Yeah. <laughs> That's insane. I still haven't graduated yet. That's crazy. <laughs> I, <do one laughs> I think more. I have three on Whatever let Let's just do go. It. Who cares? I'll do it. I was so I uh I am very ready to just get in the field and start working because i mean i'm working now but i'm i'm older like i'm ready to move like, yeah you've like, been in, in a few years now yeah it's like, been on your mind you've been working towards ready to this.
2: Go. ready and to go. i mean yeah i assume you have something
4: lined up right
2: yeah
1: what uh, is that
4: so i'm go- i got an executive chef job which is Ooh. so weird to say wow. super weird mr
3: executive to you
4: yeah Super weird, doctor executive. No, I'm not letting. Nobody's call me chef because that that's super. Like in our industry, everybody's chef. Mm, like okay. walking around schools, hilarious. Chef, right oh, behind you, chef? Chef chef, executive chef, chef, executive chef. I want Mister Executive, sir. Pesto <laughs> Chef, Sir, <laughs> the man, third, the third, the <laughs> third. Uh, no, so it's it's weird. Um,
2: and this hasn't been announced
4: yet. No, they said I could talk about it on the podcast. I know, I was cool with it. <laughs> so Noctera Brewing, which is a brewery in downtown historic Powell... They opened.
0: Have you been there? Yeah, my wife loves the place.
4: Yeah. So they opened up two and a half years ago. They are a thriving brewery. They're doing very well. I knew the owners from a few years ago. Uh, We worked together in design before I went back to school. Always kept in touch. Loved them opening up the brewery. Was just a fan. And then they never had food at the. First place. It was a tap room. They had food trucks. Ray Ray's, uh, I think, is pretty much a permanent food truck at that spot right now. And they are opening up a second location, uh, which will be in the Sciota Audubon, which is actually right across uh, from Cover My Meds, where Dante works. Shout out. Shout out. So I'll be seeing you soon then. (laughs) Shout out. And uh, they thought that a big miss of theirs was not doing food. Mm hmm. When you open up a new place, they open up a brewery. They thought it was going to be the they have. There's four owners basically that started it, partners. They thought it was going to be them for running it, like brewing and like bartending. There's like 35 employees now, <laughs> but they never thought like we should have food. They were like we're just going to make beer, but but it's like a missed avenue. So now they have like food trucks, but they they miss the lunch crowd. They miss the food trucks are getting all this money and they're not getting anything. So they wanted to open up a second location and they had a few different options, which were to do food trucks there. They thought maybe we will rent out space to like a current restaurant that has a chain basically, or me. <laughs> 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 which is weird. And, uh, they weigh oh, the no. options on cost and They're <laughs> like, they're, they're like, he's cheap. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. This sous chef right right right, call right, right, executive right, chef. right, 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 right. So, they uh the, or they could go with their own food so I don't know if they looked at other people but we ended up chatting I, it's a weird story so I'm at I'm also taking classes at Ohio, Ohio State while I'm taking classes at Columbus State Columbus State is my culinary degree Ohio State I am finishing my communications degree because I decided to work full-time and go to school full-time at two different universities which was insane. I don't know why I did that still doing it And at Ohio State, I'm in a communications class. We had to pick a business to do a a marketing social media project on. I was like, I know the owners from Noctera. Let's do that. I hit them up. They're like, yeah, that sounds great. Day after they called back, it was the day I found out that I was going to be competing in the National Chef competition. Mm. One hour later, I got a call. That's cool. We want to talk to you about that project for school. But would you also like to talk about a project of ours? What? I was like, what? <laughs> what a day. Whoa. What a day that is. It was wow. crazy. Wow. Man. It was super weird. So That's awesome. you have, I mean, I feel like this is super 2021. Maybe it's super like now millennial. You don't have an interview. You have a chat. Come over and have a chat. <laughs> we had a four hour chat. That's awesome. <laughs> which was super cool. And then yeah. I cooked for them, which I was I brought up. I was like. Why would you guys hire me without eating?
1: <laughs> it's so weird, you're not eating my it's so food.
4: Weird. So I cooked my food, in, and and uh, why I feel like it's a good fit is I said to them, I don't have a lot of experience in restaurants. I don't. I worked at my family's butcher shop, which we'll probably end up talking about like Definitely. growing up. I've been around food my whole life. I've not been around restaurant food my whole life. I've been around food, and I was like, but if you hire somebody. That's been an executive chef that's been in the grind for years and years and years. They're gonna be fed up with the industry. They know the industry a certain way. I'm like, I am the most enthusiastic person you're gonna meet.
1: I'm going to
4: (laughs) I'm going to bring energy to it. And anything I don't know, I'll like I know a few things. One, it's gonna be incredible food. Two, all I care about is teamwork, especially in food. That does that the industry is messed up right now. The, the industry is you're the executive chef. You scream at the people below you and it's not a team atmosphere. I want to bring that. I want people that are the line cooks to be able to give ideas about what dishes they think should be served. Mm -hmm. There's certain things I learned about classical cooking, but there's certain things I learned that I would like to break the mold of. And i Kept talking to them about about all that. I'm like, you know, if you want something that somebody that's experienced, and they what they said to me was the guy looked at me and he's like, dude, I was a mechanic three years ago and now I'm a brewer. Like, I brew. So, like, that's what I do now. So, I was like, and he was like, so if you keep saying, you keep saying, like, you know, you don't know if you're deserving of this, blah, blah, blah. He's like, this is what I used to do and this is what I do now. He's like, as long as you're impassioned about what you're doing and you have the skill to do it. You know, And I was like, oh, maybe,
1: maybe they want to hire me. <laughs> <laughs>
4: <laughs> so it's just the perfect mesh of all of that. So I am extremely happy. I'm very excited. I'm very nervous because I get to build it from the ground up. They picked a space that's a warehouse, basically. It's in the middle of a park, but it has insane potential. Did you but, say
3: where it was located at?
4: Yeah. So it's in the Scioto Audubon, Audubon. which is uh, there's a... There's a dog park there, an uh, outdoor climbing wall. I know exactly what you're talking about. Do you know what I'm talking I about? take my dog there. Yes. Yeah,
3: they have bocce and they have bocce courts. No, they don't. Swear. Where? Swear to God, they have three of them. They're right on the side there, like right when you enter the park. Um, Dude, are you serious? Swear to God, you can oh, see what yeah, condition are those like, what, bocce what, what, courts? <laughs> Material on them? Uh, I don't know, some type of limestone ish. But there, uh, I drove by. I know they had we- some weeds on them, nothing crazy. But I guarantee you, those they, they keep it. We could fix those up. They keep it. No, they the guys uh, there, they they're probably cleaned already. They uh, they take care. Wow, well, we should go out good there. Care of them. Um, it would be yeah. a good uh, place for a little tournament for the public too, because they have a pavilion there. I mean, and also dude. the park. Um, That's they just needed, crazy. Yeah, they have three bocce courts.
4: Unknown, unknown about that like, is so sweet. We want to throw a bocce ball tournament. Oh, dude, they too. would be. <laughs> So, oh, well, in co- well, they're all about bit. the outdoors, and bocce is out there, yeah. <laughs> for the most part, yeah, 50 50. Oh, depending on the year, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yes, so when does this start? Uh, it's starting pretty much in a week. Uh, wow. we'll probably open up at the new year, but I will start by learning how to brew because I want to learn their culture, what Love goes it. into beer, because that. What they do with beer, I want to do with food. So if they use certain types of ingredients, if they have certain methodology, I want to do that. So And I want to be a part of their culture right from the get-go, and I want to do the grind. And was that my stomach? No. (laughs) Did you hear that? (laughs) So I want to get involved. And then what's awesome is, and it's crazy, is it's a blank slate. I get to design the menu. I get to design the space. I get to pick all my equipment. I get to pick the people that work for me. It's going to be awesome, but it's just organizing all that. So that's why I get to do it right from the get-go. Well, you hiring? You
2: said, yeah.
1: <laughs>
4: Bati <Bocce> coordinator.
1: <laughs> BC.
2: Well, let's let's talk about this then. Yeah. So you said you met them at your previous job. Yes.
4: As uh, doing what again? Uh, so before I went back to school I worked at Priority Designs which they are a product design firm so for example they Tailormade is one of their huge clients they don't just do sporting sporting goods they also do you know GE appliances washers and dryers so basically those companies don't have enough designers and engineers to to do what they need to do they come to the company that I used to work for to get Design and engineering help. I did social media di- there. The <laughs> day social media there. I did marketing. I did office manager stuff, but I also hosted a bunch of events. That's right. where I met the owners of Noctera because they came from the design world. So how?
2: So isn't this weird? Right? You go through this journey, and it took you thirty-two years. A lot of tears, I'm sure. A lot of stress, mm-hmm. trying to figure out. And you talked about this earlier. You didn't know what you were going to do. You know, you didn't go to school to be an engineer. You, you, like a lot of people, don't know what you're doing out of college. And there's this 10-plus year grind of just trying to figure it out. And all of a sudden, you meet these people through this journey. You go through cooking school or culinary school, excuse me, and now you have an opportunity with them. So isn't it weird to think, like, that's your journey? That's how it was supposed to be?
4: that's super weird. <laughs> Have you thought about that yet? 100%. Because uh man, I started to lower expectations when covid started because I was like, oh man, I'm back at like that it, a bunch of industries got hit. Hospitality, restaurant industry got obliterated. <laughs> right. And I was my plan going to school was I'm going to open up a restaurant with my wife. That's what's going to happen. We're going to work together for the rest of our lives. This is going to be awesome. We're always going to be together. This is my best friend. This is so cool. Then this happened. I'm like, we're going to open up a food truck that's way smarter. Let's do a food truck. Then COVID kept going and I was like, I don't know what I'm going to do. <laughs> and then it, it was, I was going to play it by ear. I started doing private dinners and stuff, which was were going super well. I started just being like, well, what am I going to do? I could do like virtual cooking classes. start started doing a few of those. And, I probably would have done that meaning virtual cooking classes and do private dinners and maybe get a food truck on the side and just kind of roll with it
1: mm-hmm.
4: for a while. And with them approach me, I mean, it couldn't be better. I mean, because it's building my own restaurant without the pressure of it being opening your own restaurant mm-hmm. with no name backing. Cause Noctera is a name. I mean, we brought it up. Anthony goes, mm-hmm. I've been there with my wife. My wife loves that place. Like, they have uh, a name now, mm-hmm. they have a brand, and I like their brand. I would never pick them if I didn't like the people, if I didn't like the brand. If, the, if somebody just came to me and said, Hey, I want you to cook for me, blah, blah, blah. Nope. It, uh, it had to be the right match. They were a perfect match. The way they're cool people. Like, that's what it all comes down to. I mean, at any job, especially in food. It's you just want to work with people that you like. I like them. They're cool. Mm -hmm. You should want to work with people that are cool that you like. Mm -hmm. I mean, and I got to a point where, and Rihanna said this too, my wife, it was like, be a little picky, like towards the end where it's like, I was starting to get some offers or like some like leeway at some places. It's like, I've never been like that. I've been the dude that applies for a billion jobs and is like, "Please hire me, please hire me, please hire me,", please hire me. <laughs> like you're pitching to them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Where oh, boy, not like not that saying like Noctura was pitching to me, but it feels cool to be able to. You're a free agent. Yeah, in a sense. And it says something
3: about you and who you are. And they couldn't be luckier to get someone as enthusiastic mm, as yourself. Don't mm-hmm, bring it because it. they have a name right now. You know they're getting mm-hmm. going, but you're going to. I hope uh, they know. They're, you're
2: going to project them into, yeah. you know.
3: I all hope right. they know. Let's do, it, let's do a cheers a to Karm. Hey, I don't.
4: Anything else you want to touch on with that, Karm? Uh, no, stuff? I'm I'm, I'm super excited. Uh, it's going to be a blast. And uh, we'll definitely announce. we will roll with it, you know. We'll announce uh, when
2: that opens. Yes. Obviously, I mean, all of our friends are going to support you. Yes, especially if
4: there's boccey, of course. Everybody.
2: We'll
3: take care of that. Don't <laughs> worry. Speaking of bocce, uh, we're going to play a quick video here introducing the American Bocce Open Tournament. Um, you can view it on YouTube, like the whole podcast. Um, if you're not listening to the podcast on YouTube, go ahead and check out our Instagram. You'll see it on there. Chris, go ahead and play the video. Wow,
0: that was pretty sick. Dante, What, like, tell me about this tournament, because I don't even know a lot of details about it. Yeah, I
3: mean, if you've heard the tournament or heard the last podcast we talked about, it's the American Bocce uh, Company. They're hosting the American Bocce Open. September 10th and 11th in Michigan at Palazzo de Bocce. This is going to be the World Series, and uh, I shouldn't say the World Series of Bocci, the, the Super Bowl of Bocce. This is the main event. We've been, you know, waiting for something around, you know, this sport that can get all of our attention. It's a huge cash prize. Um, don't quote me on this, but I'm almost positive it's guaranteed $5,000 to first place, $10,000 total in, uh, throughout the whole tournament in cash and prizes. Um, and, you know, that's that's subject to change to even more, depending sponsors and whatnot. But you have your gold, your uh, silver division. So your gold's going to be, you know, your your bell of the ball players, the silver, the people who just want to have fun come play bocce and, you know, still a little bit competitive. Uh, I saw competitions. What was the competition? Comp- so yeah. that's
2: that's what's cool about it. One of the negatives in bocce tournaments, and it's because lack of space. Unless you're a Wycliffe where you have 9 to 11 courts, you know, it's tough to be entertained when you're sitting – you know, for two to four hours. That's how it is with a lot of these places because they only have two to four courts. So w- instead of sitting around, what they're going to do is have competitions, and those competitions are going to include prizes. Am I right? That is correct,
3: yeah. So you won't be sitting down for two to four, you know, three hours, like Chris is saying, getting bored or getting drunk, whatever your flavor is, but you'll be have time to, you know, throw a couple stones. You can still get drunk during you these can, competitions. Obvious, most, most
2: definitely. It's promoted.
4: So, what do you mean by what do you mean by competitions? I'm, I'm So I about.
3: don't know the details on the competitions, but I know that they'll probably have like hitting competitions. Like so
2: that's something he may have never he's never been a part of before. Mm-hmm. So what people will do like in our club, we'll have a shooting competition. So we'll put oh out God. four balls. Mm-hmm. You each person goes up, they try and hit each ball, you get a mm-hmm. certain amount of points. Yeah. Or we do uh, who, you? you're the back to back champ. Anthony's Anthony's really good at shooting. I, bet he's, I'm not gonna, I know, I know. Yeah, he's, he's really good, good. at yeah. So there's that. There's closest to the back wall. I'm not saying these are yeah. going to be their competitions. I'm just yeah, yeah. giving you examples of competitions. Uh, closest to the back wall where you can't touch the back wall. Yeah, so yeah. You want to get as close as you can. with to touching. the Pauline. Without. Stuff like that. And American like Bocico, a... Oddball Sports, all these guys that we've been affiliated with over, over there in, in Chicago or near that area they're all high energetic people. Okay. Like they, what they've built over there is absolutely phenomenal. So I can only imagine what their
4: tournament's going to be like. So is it, is it, so it's almost like the dunk competition, the three point, it's like these little All-Star break. It's the All-Star break. So do you still compete in those if you're, say you're, Say your team's killing it, and you're is it only for the people that are losing, or is it for everybody? Like, it's a separate time. It's like when we did something similar, we went
0: to Lexington, Kentucky, and we, we were able to play and do the competition. So that's cool. I'm mm. sure they'll figure it and out. And
3: they're also, I want to say this because, you know, I've talked with Alex, I've talked with uh, Zagman over there. Um, they are doing, they want people who are not playing in the tournament to come hang out. Play. This is a bocce conference. This is, you know, you're going to have oh, everything okay, bocce. Cool. Like, you come hang out. We're gonna have you know like uh, how to play the international way, you know, going on instructions going on over there to show how there's different ways to play, um, you know, get to know a lot more about the game itself and just have some fun. And it's gonna be also I want to say this real quick like after the tournament, they're gonna have some you know ABC's real known for their Barbachi, you know, their portable courts. We're going to be having some after parties. We're going to be going to the bars after the brewery, oh, breweries, <laughs> breweries, breweries, the breweries, and playing some uh, playing some of that turf botch uh, that they have going oh, on over there.
4: So, are you guys all going up? Like, uh, what's your guys' plan? I think
3: some of us are, not all of us are, because we have you know, our own obligations. It's Oregon weekend, Oregon weekend, yeah. So, Ohio State Buckeye Nation, we understand. We it's don't tough. hold anyone at fault there. But I know uh, Chris, Chris plays on the team. So Chris plays.
2: Chris I have, listen, oh <laughs> it's been a year without college football. Is, we we were supposed Chris. to go to Oregon last year. We have a bunch of friends that are supposed to come into town this year. So it hurts me to say that I it's might tough. not be there. That's we'll tough. see. We'll see.
3: It's tough. Nonetheless, we some, some of us will be there. I know I will be yeah. there. I think uh, Carmen Uch will be there. I think Anthony will be there. Um, but it's in... I don't know the exact town, and I apologize for not. If you watch the video, the town's on there. It's in Michigan, uh, Lake something, and we're about to have the answer for you in a moment. But nonetheless, this place is sweet. Lake uh, Orion. Lake Orion. There you are. Oregon. Orion. No. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. So,
4: uh, wh- like.
3: And, and also, it's it, I say it's 32 teams total. It's two 16-team brackets. So 16 in the gold division, uh-huh. 16 in the silver division.
4: Just men's? Oh, no, it's whoever you, whoever. So, but I mean, like, is it mixed or is it's, women's it's, have their it's, own? It's a four man, four, four person, four people, four people teams. Four, 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 people. Yep. Yeah. four, four days. Four people. <laughs> four days. That is <laughs> no.
3: Four days. Four days. They, T H E Y guys, it's <laughs> 2021. Get with your pronouns.
2: <laughs>
0: 34 minutes. <north laughs> oh, got it.
2: Yeah. So, and, and it's a good, they were smart too because, you know, like I said, I already mentioned Wycliffe. We already know Northeast Ohio is known for bocce. They have the most bocce courts probably in in the United States per capita. Per capita. <laughs> but uh, what is nice with what these guys are doing is it's a it's a location where you know the, our guys from Canada can yeah. get there, Chicago can get there, Columbus, Cleveland. It's ev- central. It's it's, it's 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 a very perfect central. location. Yeah. It's so, perfect.
4: Canada, they yeah, like hey, botch, don't yeah, they? Hey, they're pretty good at botch. They're, they like they like botch, they're really good. Yeah. Are they yeah. nice Bob about it? Like, nice they, hate about they hate your ball out of the way? Look, like, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm I mean, so are they good? So we don't know
3: yet. We'll find
2: out. I'm they so sorry. I'm calling them out. I'm so sorry. I had to
3: hit I'm that so out. Sorry <laughs> I had to hit that
4: so out. I had to hit that <laughs> out. Oot? Hit that oot, eh? What was that about? <laughs> what was that about?
2: Shout out to our Canadian. Well,
0: the last tournament that we I played in, the two man, there was a team that came from Texas three teams that came from texas actually. Mm. is that
3: any of our chicken foot friends uh the chicken it foot have, company yeah. austin texas it maybe might we I'm might not, sure. not have known but
0: i mean they did great, great. i think they got great they too. got top four so they know how to play oh a wow on there
2: yeah
4: top uh, four yeah that's not bad at all
2: so carm carm's played bocce his whole life it's been in, it's been in his family i know uh has carmen you have three brother, two brothers excuse me and a sister Three brothers. Three brothers. Come on, Chris. Oh, three brothers. Yeah. I know we don't. T- we
4: forget about the oldest one. <laughs> <laughs> Everybody. Yeah. Does. But uh, all- I'm one of five. Yes. Uh, so there's four boys and one girl. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, I know Anthony and Angelo play. Does Danny oh, play at all? They're big. Uh, Danny's a of v- uh, really good botcher. He actually got my like brothers the most in bocce. Probably was my oldest brother, Danny. He is the hitter. The Ooh, botcher yeah, the botch. of the family. Uh, Angel's, I would say out of our family, Angel's probably grown into the best botchy player, yeah. which is the youngest. We played Devaldo. with him at Yobo.
3: And he's a and good player. If you've watched our videos from Yobo. Yeah, we, he's in a lot of them. That
4: six-on-six botch, we were having a lot of fun. He's a good player. Uh, Anthony, my brother, the middle brother, is getting a lot better. He's very... Uh, dedicated. Middle dedicated. Child syndrome. He was there. Middle, right, middle child syndrome. Anthony was there. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. They yep. are uh, in he a was bunch a of leagues, and they are really, really into it. I have fallen by the wayside, and I want to start playing a lot more. I used to play a ton you, when I lived you... in Youngstown. I played at the MVR in a league for Cotillo prime Primetes We were a middling team. We were right in the middle of the pack. It was very, very hard. MVR has very, very good. We got it rattling. Is that me? You're good. Go ahead. Are you opening up a can? Yeah. Uh-huh. So it was. It was tough. I'm thirsty. It was. You should be. And I loved playing it, and I don't play enough anymore, and I miss it. You love games,
3: lot. though. You're like you're games. the game. You love games. That's and I get frustrated
4: thing. when I, it, <laughs> I that my friend to my right <laughs> would definitely agree with this. You get frustrated when you're not like, at the top tier of that mm-hmm, game. Mm-hmm. So botch is one of those games where, like, I thought I was getting pretty good, and then I stopped playing as much as I would like. So now, like, we were playing all together a week ago or whatever, yeah. and it's like, I'm way below you guys. Like, I'm not as good. So it's, like, it's frustrating because it's like, I could play like yeah. that if I just <laughs> put in you the just, time. <laughs> These are their courts. I get that, but I get So it's it's uh it's and it, it is one of my favorite games cuz i grew up on that yeah. just like your family they uh like my grandpa like we we played bocce growing up forever Dude,
3: I yeah mean, i remember like so i would get home from school and i wouldn't even know like as a kid like I, you know you don't pay attention even now sometimes I don't pay attention. Yeah. But like I get home from, from yeah, we know. <laughs> yeah. yeah, we know. Are you paying attention <laughs> right now? Yeah. Even like, you know we're school. on a podcast, yeah. right? Yeah. Wait a minute, where are we at? <laughs> <laughs> I get home from school, I see my grandpa on the drive. Like, yeah, you know, like grandpa's taking me. Like, we're probably gonna go back to his house, chill. Oreos are gonna be like right there when I get home. Uh or what so double some, like, double like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so like, you know, I get my Oreos and like there's nothing to do at my grandparents' house. Like there's absolutely nothing to do other than watch TV. <laughs> but they got a bocce ball set. So I legitimately would and oh, It's, it's okay. an old school bocce set. So yeah. I would get in the grass and I would take out their bocce ball set, dude, and just play as, as like, a, a kid growing up by myself. I, I just was thinking about that the other day. I was like,
4: "That's what I would do." We were um, bi- fun. <laughs> uh, I played yard bocce before court bocce. Yeah,
1: I mean, in my parents and mm-hmm.
4: er, my grandparents. It's way yard, tougher. <laughs> we played yard bocce. We played. Uh, I feel like it's weird because there's shuffleboard, but then stand-up shuffleboard. Like, why? Don't, why love, don't they have I, different I love, names? I love both of them. Is that weird? You know what I'm saying? I yeah. think there is different.
3: There's tabletop, but people. But it's just, called it,
4: tabletop. It, that's weird. Like it I don't have think it's just tabletop.
3: Own. But you know, people. So we play, play billiards,
4: pool. No, yeah, yeah. Like right. that. Like when you're standing, though. Yeah. So we played that. We played pool. and We played yard bocce, mm-hmm. and still to this day, I mean, I love on a court. That's the best. Mm-hmm. I play yard bocce, and I play bocce on the beach, all the time. Yeah. I think on it's fun. every vacation it, I ever go on, I bring a set. Dude, sand bocce is fun. And it's, and it's interesting because it's a lot more, I mean, it's a lot different, Different, but I, you can get everybody involved. I feel like there's this, when you walk up to a court and everybody's playing, like, I don't want to say professionally, but like, like it's, it's a high level play. of competition. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It scares off people. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I feel like when you play in more of a relaxed atmosphere, like a yard in a, or a oh my god, you over kidding? Here that doesn't Syria? know how to oh my god, mute his phone. Turn I off to your problem. phone. I have to mark it. You have what? I'll tell you later. Is it your teeth whitening <laughs> schedule? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> oh my yeah my teeth whitening. Schedule.
2: Whoa, Jesus! <laughs> gosh. He's like the the boomer on Zoom. I Am I hey, on mute? How do
4: I do that? <laughs> no, I, I agree
0: with you though because beach beach bocce if yes. you go to any resort in Mexico or if you go Closer. to like any of the um, like timeshares you always can play bocce and they do really? that because it's a family event that can bring young kids to adults to older people Yeah. because all it is is just throwing the ball and it's like a sense of everyone can play because yeah. it's not on a court and it's like
4: just open I mean if you think about it it's easy enough roles to understand even if you don't understand the grand scheme of the roles which are still easy it's an easy game to understand. But you could still be like, hey, throw that ball there. Right. <laughs> I mean, there's like so, the there's so the
2: many times. So, Dante and I, in our uh, Columbus Italian Club League, we don't know who's going to be on our team. We have, a, it's a uh, reverse. In other leagues, you pick your teams, mm-hmm. meaning, hey, Carmen, do you want to be on my team this year? Dante, do you want to be on my team? In our summer league, it is an uh, auction draft. So you have a team captain that shows up. They have a certain amount of fake dollars, $200. Uh, someone picks a, hat, a name out of a hat. They say, you know, Dante level's on the board. How much do you want to spend on Dante? And people raise their hand. Really? This is at cic Dude, it's so
1: much that fun. That sounds it so
4: freaking Chris and I, cool. Uh,
3: Chris and I set it up last year. So we had the big screen going, and we had the... I was. Oh, the, my God. I was the auctioneer. Is... So I'm like, oh, Garris level, I see Chris level 25, 25, 25.
4: Yeah, yeah, yeah. And
3: then people bid, and I'm like, You okay. said we
4: could swear. You said swearing in all caps, right? One hundred percent. That's a fucking cool. That's so fucking cool, <laughs> so, dude. So that's so we don't know who's
2: gonna be on our team, and there's times where there's guys they just don't know how to play, which is fine. So we just say, hey, we, and we teach them the game, we teach them yeah. the strategy. Hey, hit this, hit right. this mark right here,
4: because you might have to. Be, so, but hold on, how how are you picking the captains of who's drafting? So it's it's all volunteer. It's
2: hey, who wants to be a captain this year?
4: Mm. Okay, and
2: then. It's a big auction night, basically. Everyone is is assigned a random
3: number. We do bingo numbers. Uh You pick out the bingo. So B, you know, eighteen, and and it's Carmen uh, Cattulo. Okay, who wants? And that's the tough part is you don't know who's going to be picked. So you don't know. Okay, you already spent eighty bucks on this player. Right. You only have one hundred twenty dollars left. Right. You you know, it's 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 tough. You got to be strategic.
4: Um, Are you going to go? Are you going to go super big and try to get one of the best player, a top five player? Or exactly? Do you want to just like spend? Well, I'm just going to get all the middle guys. Yeah. Like it's all strategy. Exactly. It is yeah. tough,
3: and it depends. And who the, are you as a player? And it depends as, Chris, as your own drafter. Chris fell on a really good team last year because
2: I was the last person to in be the drawn.
3: Yeah, but he fell on a great team. And, and Alex, what do you mean by
4: last person? Last person to be auctioned off. Yes. Yeah,
2: my my name was picked last, and Alex Hasty, who's a pretty good bocce player, he's been in several championships, always in the playoffs. He had like a, I don't know how much money he had, but he had the most out of everyone there, mm. and he was able to grab me.
4: Wow! So can I ask like a like a ooh, Dante?
2: Dante customer. was called like fifteenth, and Panico spent like one hundred and ninety five dollars on him. He spent all
4: basically all his money on me. So I, I want to ask you guys have to be super on. Why don't we be honest about each other? So I'll ask you, we're and even. Then I'll ask
3: you, we're even as far as best. I, I know that.
2: Yeah. Uh, I I would say Dante... That's not what I was going to ask, but go ahead. Answer that. I I mean, he has more titles than me. And some of that, let's be honest, he's been... Fell on better teams. teams, But still, Dante, I'll say this. Dante, he knows the strategy more than I do. I haven't really paid much attention to it, Mm -hmm. and I'm starting two more now. So
4: here's my question, though. Mm -hmm. So say you guys think that you're even. Say that. Yeah. You're even. Mm -hmm. Where do you fall... Like you just were talking about the CIC league. It's a league. Yeah, where do you fall in the league? We're the best, top two. <laughs> wow, really?
2: <laughs> and then An- Anthony's there too. With well, Anthony, and Panico, Panico. Panico. I know excuse And Panic I know Anthony's there. So
3: we're the best in really? Columbus. I, so <laughs> I don't mean I don't
2: mean top two. I I would say, well, I, I, we have to be polite to John. John. He's, he's been on how many championships? When I
3: say top 10, I mean, we're like, we're 1A, 1B, 1C with Anthony, yeah. John. Yes, yes, correct. But I'm saying as far as Columbus goes, we have proven at least, maybe there's some leagues we don't know about, but like we I, are some of the best. Of them, um, Columbus isn't, I'm not saying but, we're great, but so Columbus. Is, here's the thing, the though. We, we
2: say we're the best here, and then we go up to Cleveland, and it's a different story. But but another thing on that is they've been playing a lot longer. We're getting there. We right? just we're started. Right,
4: <laughs> and so... The reason I asked that is like I played at MVR and it was like a lot of these teams that were finishing, you know, one, two, three, four, five. There, there were some younger guys. I will give you that, but there were some of these like teams. I mean, they've been together forever. They've been playing well, forever. You
0: got to play together.
4: For I mean forever. For uh, I mean they've been playing. So like that's why I was asking about like how does that feel with Columbus compared to Youngstown in that regard it
2: just felt like because of the italian culture in youngstown and how many clubs there are so everyone that moved over from italy to youngstown there were five to six italian clubs and they each had their own courts right and then you had the mvr that did that as well they built by uh, four courts, how many courts? Six.
1: Mm,
4: it could at be. VR it six. could be a total of six. So yeah. at MVR, so yeah. they have six total. They started with four, and, and
2: yeah. because of that, it's much. It's a much different culture up there in regards to bocce than it was down here. Down here was more of like recreational, which is completely fine. You know, it was. What Anthony, do you mean, Can like you know, not tournament?
0: So, so yeah, and Chris, Chris is saying exactly right. Recreational, but it's also. The older generation that now has died off, because you you guys weren't playing here, Mm -hmm. were very competitive. Yeah, that's true.
4: What do you mean by – hold on one second. What do you mean by recreational comparison?
0: So there's the Columbus Italian Club and the Brucie Club, probably the two major clubs in Columbus that are Italian that play bocce. Okay. If you go watch them play, the Brucie Club specifically – it is just recreational. I want to hold a beer and throw a ball. It's
2: like, yeah, which is fine. We're here. We're For happy fun. we're here. Totally fine. You know, your aunts, you your don't,
3: uncles you are You guys team. don't
4: play that way, not, do you?
1: It, <laughs> it, 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 hurts, it hurts
3: us
0: because we're competitive in nature. Yeah. And we want to go to Cleveland so we'll, we'll, and Youngstown and go play in tournaments. And it's hard because when you play every week against a team that doesn't really have any strategy or really cares, and you go up to Cleveland, you play someone who every ball is strategic. Mm-hmm. You have to get yourself out of the mindset and say, How do I play in Cleveland and Youngstown? Like it's very hmm. hard. And we'll
3: get people that are like, we'll win like fifteen to th- you know, two or three or whatever. And like it was that fun? Like we'll it's like <laughs> it's like
2: beer pong, Carmen. You're playing against <laughs> you play against me and Dante. You know you have to pick a good partner <laughs> and yeah. you have to be on your game. Right. I'm gonna have to pick but a partner. But if you're playing against two people that you know don't really play. I'm sorry. (laughs) That
1: was so
4: wrong. You wanted to say it.
1: I did.
2: Then then you take it lightly and you kind of play to their level, right? Until they make a few cups and you're like, all right, let's get serious. That was like us last week. We played bocce at the Abruzzi Club. Our competition was mm-hmm. kind of like, it you know. Too, it and, was a 16-year-old girl that just played for the first time. like And she and killed it. She
0: wasn't oh. bad, but the problem is it's not fun. like, it's <laughs> like what are you going to do? Shoot every ball out? Like, so, what do you want to do?
4: So at the, when I played the Abruzzi for the tournament the tournament last year, mm-hmm. that's including a lot of Abruzzi members, but also so, members okay, so, of so that you guys. You, got, so. you were at that tournament last yes. year, right? It was the a blast. Two, the, the two top teams that won were the Cleveland, <laughs> teams,
0: Cleveland teams. Right. Uh, if you knew that, I don't know if you knew I, I didn't know that okay. that's... The two, the two teams. top teams that won were the Cleveland teams. No surprise. Now, I know Chris's team, or Dante's team, almost beat them. It was a cl- yeah, very close they, game. you guys
3: were third, right? Very close game. No, They we were, were fourth. Technically fourth. fourth. If we played the third place team, we would have won. won. We would yeah. Right, but it was
4: like 1 a.m. <laughs> but it's fine. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I had to leave. That's why I didn't yeah, know it, who it was. It was late.
0: But th- when you saw that talent there at the Brits Club, right. that's probably... The best that we have in Columbus outside of the two Cleveland yeah. teams, in and it in a showed. Now, if you go, I loved now, watching that. That's so cool. Now, I love watching. Come good with watching. us one tournament to Cleveland and just watch them, and you are gonna be like, "Oh shit!"
2: Right, whole like,
3: different game, it is Whole different game. Whole
2: different That's game. awesome. It is fun. And There is strategy too. Like they'll walk, yeah. they'll throw their ball, and like walk real slowly up to the ball. Meanwhile, you're trying to like, you're getting ready to throw, and they're still walking, looking yeah. at it. They're on the court, basically, when you're trying oh, we to. We have throw a couple, it. we
4: got a couple. Of, uh, Nooch does that. Yeah. yeah. Noo- Noo- does Noo- Noo- Carmen Nooch walks it down. He, he walk, he's a perfect. good walker like, down. He's yeah. a good, now,
0: what I will say is that we're starting to gain a little bit more respect every time we've been going because we're you guys are Columbus. Us. Us, okay, our team. Our they team. know
4: you, you guys specifically. Do you think now? Oh well, yes, by helped. name. Yeah, yeah. Oh yes. Yeah. They know sure. us. They
0: know this podcast. They know us by name. They know what we're doing. For the now community. is that
4: your? Us. Hold on. Now is that your guys' skill, or your appreciation for the game, or both? Like, you guys love the game. You have a podcast. You talk about it. Like you guys are. It's both because you guys are really good players, right? I think these
3: Cleveland guys have been going at like Jerry's, you know, the the, the festival. They've they've had their thing going for years. Um, we just started doing this thing. I mean, we've played bocce behind the scenes, um, not tournaments, not tournaments, yeah. no. But we just started doing this thing. But yeah. they but they see us as guys from Columbus. Meanwhile, you know, Chris, three or fourths of us have been are from Youngstown, so we, we have some you know extensive bocce background from growing up. But we just started doing these tournaments and they, you know, they see us. Oh, these guys from Columbus are coming down. No one from Columbus ever comes down. You know, you have people from Kentucky. Really? Um, you have, you know, everyone from Northeast Ohio. Um, but no one comes down from Columbus. Well, an- Anthony's. Other than Anthony's. Been I, mean, the but only, I, was, I
0: was only going to one tournament
3: yeah. with my grandpa mm-hmm. and my other grandpa and my dad. Yeah.
2: Yeah. And it's, it's important to note that. Anthony's family in general have been they're they're the good they're the Columbus team.
4: Yeah.
3: Anthony's family is yeah. the Columbus team. Chris yeah. yeah. and I just joined maybe I recently. I
4: Never knew that that the, be, either I took it f- for granted or just didn't realize that we came from that. You guys mm, came but, from like a bocce mm-hmm.
0: community. Yeah, but I didn't realize
4: it wasn't as strong here. Mm. And maybe this is because of you guys, which is a great thing because. Like, you know, being at CIC or whatever, like playing at the Brucey last year, like it feels like I felt like I was at home. At a Brutsy, when everybody playing, I was like, this feels like home. (laughs) I don't (laughs) don't want to toot like our own horns,
0: but I think what we've done is we've tried to elevate the level of play of those individuals that have kind of been on the border of recreational and competitive, mm-hmm. for instance. But it doesn't even have to be, to be elevating,
4: it's yeah. caring. And like, it you th- th- guys, th- like, th- having people care, right?
2: Oh, yeah. It, here's what happened. So you had Anthony and John, who have played together for a while, John Panico. And John has, he's been basically, you know, your, our commissioner for bocce at the CIC for quite some time now. And he just, he and Anthony needed help to basically mold this together and create a bocce community that, in in Columbus specifically, that's going to elevate the game, change the rules. Uh, You know, at the CIC especially, we just added back walls, right? Because we know back walls are played in Northeast Ohio and a lot of other tournaments. Or just in general of of overall competition, when we're having tournaments at the CIC, um, leagues, whatever it may be, now other people, other members are like, okay, it's it's a little bit more we serious. Wanna, like now.
0: they want, like we want to beat them or we want to win. Right. Right. The
2: biggest example, and I've said it on
3: previous podcasts, the biggest example is us moving to Columbus, um, joining or joining the Columbus Tying Club, and we are shooting balls out at the Columbus Tying Club. Anthony was probably already, definitely already doing this at the Brutzy Club and so okay. forth. But the when we joined the Columbus Tying Club. Um, I'll take one of those. <laughs> when we joined the Columbus Italian <laughs> Club, no one was shooting. People looked at us weird. They are like, what the hell are you doing throwing the ball
4: that hard? They
2: thought we weren't, they thought it was the worst play in bocce. They,
4: and they still, they, they would tell us like, like what, what? the dunk in the NBA. Yeah. When like, what is that man doing? So wait, I'm, um, should we just do it at the same time? Yeah, so, we yeah. should all just get this over with. <laughs> and, and they would
3: ask us, like, what, what's your strategy behind that? And they just don't and like I don't even want to say That's like so explain many questions, it. right? Now.
4: And go ahead, what's one of them? Shoot it off. So you said a couple things. And so you you were talking about the rules, and we were talking about like the back wall, and you said Northeast Ohio. So mm-hmm. if you're not playing with a back wall, is back wall. Out. So before we because join, that sounds
2: terrible. Uh, so <laughs> it, it, and that's well, that's the beauty of bocce. At, at, you know, in, in some circumstances, right? Like how we're trying to put bocce in the Olympics. The only way it gets to the Olympics is if people play by the same rules, and like you, you follow those rules, right? What's cool about bocce in general, though, is there are different rules. You you can play differently, and like uh, Andy on the last podcast said, you know, you have. Baseball or golf, who, you know, yeah, you have your major league, right? You have your hardball. But then there's softball. There's golf course. There's par three golf courses. There's courses that are 6,000 yards. There's courses that are 2,000 yards. There's things you could do in the backyard. That's all okay and acceptable. But in the bocce community, it's like, oh, you play differently? Like, what is that? You're, you can't do that. Yeah, like what I just said.
4: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Almost like what I just Like, oh, that Time, sounds weird. Right, right. Yeah. But
2: like, it, it's a it's a different strategy to the game where before it's like, all right, if we're shooting, I better hit a ball because if I don't hit a ball. <laughs>
3: These guys are going to talk. And it <laughs> hits
2: the back wall. If I don't hit a ball and I hit the back wall, it's dead. So that's more, you, it's a little bit more risk. That ball's out. You, you that take ball the, is you, out. That ball's out. What if
4: the Pauline hits the back wall? Boy, well, if you hit it, it's well, live. Here's I should as clarify: a, what, if, what if you botch the Pauline? You're good. The live. Pauline hits so the back wall. Carm, the rule
3: is: the Car, Carme, the rule is if just, if you, you hit a ball, if you hit anything before, you're good. If you hit a ball, the ball's live. As long as you touch another ball. Right. But if you hit nothing other than the back wall, you just touch
2: the back wall, it's out. Oh, you're, but he, but you you did bring up a good point. If the if the Pauline is hit and it hits the back wall, <laughs> you have to roll it to a point hitting without hitting
4: the back wall, unless it hits another ball. So what if you? Hold on, this sounds so cool. What if you botch the ball? Okay. Or you botch, I'm sorry, you botch the Pauline. Okay. And the Pauline goes to the back wall and he's resting against the back wall. And if I have to go for point, Yes. I cannot hit the back wall or my ball's out. You just, just have to get close. <laughs> close that Carm, sounds fun, though. Carm. To give them a credit. I mean it's... it's or, or a different rule credit. That sounds fun. Rules.
3: Carm, this is... this is if, No, this isn't even different rules. This is what we're going to have to get used to. This is... If it ever gets popular, those are the rules it's going to be Different on. to
4: us, though, because we I grew up 100%. thinking those were the rules of bocce, not Northeast Ohio's. Mm-hmm. I thought that was bocce. Mm-hmm. Growing up... I mean, look, look at how surprised mm-hmm. I sound. I, I thought... I thought those were the rules. Yeah. So... Mario Lopez and his one of his
2: good friends Rodney rinks they play they saw us shooting and Mario made a comment to Rodney saying oh that's not botchy they're just like throwing stones they're, sh- they're shooting, shooting marbles, marbles yeah. he said. that's what he said because they don't play that way it's it's more of like an elegant like throw where yeah you can, might be able to hit the ball out but you can't like whip it at it
4: that's so different so Everyone plays differently. But so, b-
3: before, and I want to, because this is adding up to what yeah. you are asking, before we joined the Italian club and yeah. when John Panica was, you know, working throughout the Italian club to, you know, change the rules, the previous rule was you could hit the back wall and the ball could bounce and the ball- back wall was so springy, it would yeah. bounce back to half court and that's how they would play. Like they would, they would purposely throw the Pauline somewhere three-fourths of the way down, use the backboard to bank it that far off. They changed the hmm. rules to backboard. So they changed rules. Not They changed the rules to back wall is dead, and na- and then you know some six seven years later, now we are mm. at to what we're familiar with, and it has a lot to do with us traveling to tournaments, us coming being, becoming members of the Italian club. But now we have a back wall that will is live, and um, you know it's not a swinging back wall like the cl- uh, you know the clubs are used to, but it yeah. works just as well.
4: But like Chris said, I you guys brought up like in the Olympics. Mm-hmm. which it should be a sport in the Olympics. 100%. But it's not a like Chris was saying, you need a standard set. I mean, everybody could still have their own way of playing. I mean, like, look at the NBA. They have different three points. They have different. They literally don't have three, three in the key. Like, the, there's different. Maybe they do. Oh, wait. They don't. I don't think they do. There's different roles in different sports. Yeah. So as long as you have a standard Set by somebody. I
0: mean, there is a standard international bocce t- rules, but we don't know where in Northeast Ohio or Columbus or Lexington or where we go they play by those rules. Tell me those rules. I mean, international is you have to throw the ball within, I believe, two feet. Uh, the the Polino to the ball. When you shoot a ball, you have to call it, so you can't just h- randomly just miss or hit a ball and call be lucky. On the cup. <laughs> I mean, there's 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 some serious there's some serious rules where like if you're not accurate, then. Your ball's just so out. So, do
4: you think that if those people that it, play it w- by those type of standards played with you guys, they almost look at you guys the way that you looked at that crew that you wiped 15 to 2 on I mean, like a random one p-
0: play? Because to them, it wouldn't be fun anymore. Like, for someone, for, for the, the crowd that plays here, and not to be rude, to consistently get a ball within two to three feet, it's just not going to happen. Like, they're, they're here to consistently, have fun. yeah. Consistently, right? Like, it's a yeah. consistent game, and they're here just to.
4: Just to have fun. It, for international uh, rules. I'm sorry. I'm asking a lot of questions. No, these are good I'm, questions I'm, that our listeners should be it's probably been answered before. Oh, you're good. So what, uh, is there an international set standard of what a court should be made out of? I don't know if there's international set standard.
0: Most of them are synthetic. Syn- I will say I would have to assume it's
3: it, it would be synthetic because if you YouTube, well, if you YouTube like the, you know the international yeah, yeah. play, I've, yeah, it's all on what it's I just sweet, showed though. you at Palazzo I've, de Bocci September yeah. 10th and 11th.
4: See look you at there. The shout! Look at you getting like, it in I mean, between. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> I'm actually I'm
0: actually excited for that that tournament because I'm gonna probably learn rules that I don't even know. We don't play international. Like mm-hmm. all I know is what I've kind of seen or mm-hmm. heard.
3: Some some rules you're not even allowed to use a. You can't bank the wall. You can't use a wall to bank off it because that's considered out of bounds. There's just different rules. Nonetheless. Yeah. Any other questions? that I wanted to I wanted because I know <laughs> you were, you were asking some good questions that I want I think oh, our no. listeners should hear. I mean,
4: I I think it's super cool. I think any sport where, i we we. It's weird that you brought up beer pong because (laughs) it's been brought up 18 (laughs) times. It's been brought up a lot. But when there's sports that like are played regionally, like they have a regional like type of oomph to it. So like basketball, it actually isn't the right comparison to bocce probably or like any of those sports because it's more of a set standard. But like for beer pong, when I walk up, to a beer pong table at a random party.
1: Well, oh, doesn't worst. happen <laughs> it's, a lot.
4: It's the worst. <laughs> My first question to the other team is what roles do you guys play by? Yeah. And I bet that would be like bocce. Well, playing from different regions is almost like, how do you guys play? No, hundred yeah. percent. How do you guys I'm play? Drew,
0: I asked that question. Yeah. My
4: travel. And, I and it's almost like it's a definite, and this <laughs> it's house rule. So it's almost like wherever you're at, when you guys play in Michigan, I mean, it's their set, you know, roles, whatever. But, like, it's almost like a a nod to the... You almost want to, like you said, you want to learn off them. Competition is
3: competition.
4: Right. See how they play. And, like, you'll probably... Do you ever think... Because you said that in Columbus that you guys are a part of this reawakening of bocce? Do you think you would ever adopt... Or change any rules from your guys' travel to what you guys play now.
0: I would say we we have in some instances like we've How? brought we've brought the first four man walk tournament last uh, last October the tournament you played in that was the first time in Columbus one there's ball been or, a one yeah. ball four man walk tournament ever. really mm-hmm. it
4: Columbus, was always Ohio. two v mm-hmm.
0: two always two v two in Columbus mm-hmm. Ohio yep and I got a lot of shit for it I will say to change it because like oh why are you guys why are you guys uh, changing the way they play up there or down there? I'm like, I was like, because if we don't do it here and we keep playing the way we're playing, we'll never be able to go there and try to at least win or be somewhat competitive up there.
4: You got a lot of crap for it? I I got a lot. In Columbus, yeah. That's a a one by my father. (laughs) A lot. Really? (laughs) Really. Dude, I I love walk for like 4v4 way more than 2v2. I, I like Way it. More. I
2: like it a lot because it's more of a team game at that point. Yes, you're with your team. You're you're talking strategy. You know whose point. You know, and it, it really relies on all four members to show up as opposed to two v two. You can you can stack your two v two side. Yeah, you know, and it's it, it's tough. There was a time we went the young we went to Youngstown recently to play, and we lined <laughs> up all four on one side, <laughs> and the other team was like, "What are you guys doing?" And it's like eight a.m. We're you know still drunk from the night before, (laughs) and we're like, "What do you talk about?" And they're like, "That's two v two here." I'm like, "What?" Like we
4: didn't. This was at where?
2: Youngstown, Uh, Louisville, Mount Carmel. Mount Carmel. Oh, I played there. Yeah. So we were like all thrown off by it, and that screwed us up.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. We talked the whole ride for two and a
2: half hours about the strategy of mm -hmm.
0: what we're gonna do for a one man walk. Oh
4: man! All of a sudden it's two v two, and we're like. So when you played two v two, did you at that tournament? Did you play? Uh, two and then two at the other end, yeah. mm. or did you put? We mm. screwed up. It's fine though, but, we'll but yeah, that's
2: I mean, tough. That's I'd,
4: I would, in 2v2, I'd rather uh, say it was us four on a team. We walked up at eight o'clock in the morning, we're still drunk from the night before. Holy <laughs> shit, guys, we've been talking. I <laughs> <laughs> uh, say, me and Chris were paired up. It, we were like, well, let's do two and two. Instead of two and two on the end, I would have had you two play that whole first game and then have me and Chris play the next.
3: Oh, you can't do that in these
4: tournaments. Really?
3: This isn't yeah. like an MVR league. They won't. It's, you have to have four. You you. It's a tournament. You have to show every four, you know. And do mm, they make strict. you play two on your end, two on the other end? Yeah, oh, 100%. It's, no, it's nothing like... Mount Carmel is the only tournament up in Cleveland, Youngstown, that I've
4: ever played 2v2 yeah. ever. Yeah.
0: No, yeah, it's a great Every th- other tournament's always one ball. All one tournaments
4: ball. are more strict And, and than they leagues. don't care... I don't know if this is dumb, but they don't care if you play whatever ball you want, meaning... Say you guys uh, are two, and you throw, uh, and Dante rolls first. Yeah. It doesn't matter
1: if Dante There's rolls no an bar. No, right? No, it doesn't matter.
0: But typically, Dante's a point person, I'll be right. a Shooter, and then we'll play that role, right? So, yeah,
4: but it's so I'm, interesting.
0: I'm I'm excited that I think I think what we've started and what's continuing. I believe. I mean, think about Vincenzo. I don't. I don't know if you ever met Vincenzo. Dude, Vincenzo's um, the man. And there's a kid named Sammy that's actually playing with them. They're both eighteen. Vincenzo's 18, 19. Yeah, he's he's nine. He just turned nineteen. And then Sammy's like seventeen. But I mean, they're like excited. Like they're asking me, like, when's the next tournament? When can Dude, I to They're play? so they, good. They, For, like, Vincenzo's is good, you, we man. Have to bring up the younger crowd here to right. continue that tradition, or it's just gonna die. And
2: what's like, it's we've been doing a very good job. I mean, it, it, like Angelo, he's been hitting me up. I talked to Paul a lot. You know they're they're asking. You know when's the next tournament? Yeah. We have one. We have a few down here that are about to you know come on here soon. Yeah. Some in Youngstown. I mean, and it's it's going to be fun because it's getting bigger. Yeah. And especially obviously in Youngstown, but here we're we're getting more people involved. The CIC we've had our normal crew go up and travel, but we've had Mike Pizzuto, some of these other guys come up as well in these tournaments. And we're hoping to continue to bring more teams up there. So you got to, you got to
4: get on board. Um, um, I am on board. And, and I th- it's almost like how, you know, I've talked about this with people with, with golf, which I love golf. Mm-hmm. I love watching the old school mentality turns people off the younger crowd off the, the, the traditionalists, where it's it should be, it should be welcoming to the younger crowd. If they want to make it cool, let them make it cool. <laughs> that's well, the way it is about golf, and and I get that the 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 old school Italian like there's a respect at like part of it. But what started turning me away just a little bit from MVR, just a little bit, was when our team got a big hit, and we're a middling team. When I was in the league at MVR, if you got a big hit. We got excited. Mm -hmm. Their teams did not. It was run of the mill. Like it's a game to me. Still, Mm. I get respect and everything. I would, and I'm this way about a lot of sports. Cheer with your team. Don't cheer against that. Like I wasn't like fuck your
1: ball.
4: (laughs) I just fucking blast your ball. No, I was dude. Like excited with each other, and that they didn't like that, and I don't like that part of it, and that. That's the same way about golf. It's like, it's okay. It, it should be, it could be an amped up game. I mean, we, I've watched some epic bocce games, epic, like where it should be a crowd involved Mm, game mm -hmm. or a spectator involved game or a team involved game where like, I've also watched games that was like, that was fucking insane (laughs) and nobody reacted. (laughs) (laughs) The dude that just stuck that ball. Like, botched that ball, stuck his ball, spun back, laid perfectly, and nobody reacted. Like, how did nobody react in any sport? Can you imagine, like, a basketball, like, hitting a full quarter in an NBA game and, like, being like, and then being like, whatever. Like, it's cool for it to be. Yeah. Like, what do you think about that? I mean, like, you've got a lot of.
0: No, I agree. I mean, I think COVID has. Has taken away some of that for us, so I think we've missed out on having the crowds. Having the crowds. I mean, the tournament that um, uh, maybe you can come to it if if you're available. There's a there's one in Little Italy where it's like it's jam packed. Like I'm talking three to four hundred people. Little Italy, Cleveland. Everyone's there all night, drunk, watching, Mm. yelling, screaming. I'd say the Italian Festival here for us is probably the closest where we get a crowd that people
2: literally, dude. That's the best. And sit
0: all day just to yeah.
3: watch. I made watch. friends. I'm, mad I'm Instagram followers, and I play basketball with them now. This get kid, you know, just chopping it up with me. He's like, "Oh, this kid, no, you know, he's chirping on the side with his girlfriend." He's like, "Oh, this kid knows what he's doing. Look at him getting all serious." You know, <laughs> and then I, you know, next thing I know, I'm shooting the breeze <laughs> with the guy. He follows me. He tags me in his story. Next thing I know, I see him at a basketball court. We're playing at an open gym. Like, just hilarious. Like, small world here. And the fans are. They uh, love I, didn't, crazy. I, I didn't
0: say this to you when we uh, when I did the. Kujini Classic. I got a random call. I don't know how this happened. Some guy called me. He goes, "Do you guys care if we come and watch uh, your team?" Oh, goes, dude, that's we, got, we that's used to come to the Time Festival every year to watch you and your grandpa play, and we just want to be there to watch your team play. Like I just got a random call out of nowhere. Like that's he figured bad. out of the tan. Was it your stalker? No, not my stalker. We're not talking about that today. <laughs>
2: <Another> night.
0: No, <laughs> no not my stalker. Huh? Another night. Another another story. Why Next another topic. night?
2: Can you tell? I'm it not on another night. Tell Go. it quickly.
0: Go. Go. Yeah. All right. So, Make sure you get to the mic. Speak loudly. All right. Yeah. So clearly, I help help run the Italian Festival tournament every year. Yes. And um, uh, one year, I opened up my mail, <laughs> and I got a letter, handwritten. Handwritten. Uh, that said, "Dear Anthony."
4: Cursive. Cursive. Yeah.
0: Da 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 da. Like to meet you for coffee. Blah blah blah. Signed Bob or something. I don't know. Whatever the name
4: was. What do you mean? Whatever the name was. Was it I, a male I, name or was, a female? It was one hundred percent a male name. Okay. Okay. Like so, a Bob. Yes. Not like a Sydney, where it could be a girl. No, it could it be was a guy. One hundred percent a dude.
0: Yeah. Go. <laughs> so I go back to <laughs> next. I go back to next year, and I uh, am setting up the teams, and I figured out. I figured who the guy was just by randomly looking around and noticing someone staring. And I'm, I just, I avoid him all day. And I'm, I'm looking for a team. I'm like, uh, where are Al's gang? Al's gang. And I'm like running around looking for him. And like, this person just approaches me, like right up to me. He goes, hey. I look at him like, hi. He goes, did, did you not get my letter? And I looked at him like, what letter? Mm. And he just looked at me. He's like never mind and he's like stormed and turned away i'm like oh dear lord <laughs> like, please someone save me <laughs> but every year i i have a picture of him every year he's there every year it's probably been 9 years in a row
2: well hopefully he keeps his distance <laughs> no joke
0: this Does is he not ever a joke.
4: has he ever uh does he, like, other? that was the first time, That's right?
0: That's the only time he's ever interacted. But okay. he's always there, always watches, always
4: in the corner. Always, always. watches. <laughs> Jeez. In the world. In the world. Wow. Is that who you're texting right now? or? Yeah.
0: <laughs> hey, babe, I just talked to you.
2: <laughs> oh, man. All right, so we talked about, what, what's our next tournament coming up? We got
0: the Columbus Cup in the CIC, but right now it's members only until well, it's opened no, up to public. It's,
2: it's opened up to public. Okay.
0: I believe there's limited spots available. There's
2: only like four, yeah. Yeah, limited mm-hmm, yeah. spots. But can I get one? And
4: then, you're, you're in. You got uh, one. Kujini was like,
1: no, he's saying, uh, it's four spots, no, and I, I don't know. Good. I don't know how
2: many spots are okay. No, he's in, right, Dante?
3: Yeah, uh, you're already ended. Okay, good. Yeah. Good, good, good.
4: So, yeah, that'll be so fun. We'll tell get you me about there. that tournament. Um, how many days? What's the... It's one day. Okay. 16 teams. 16
2: teams. It's uh, four-man, one ball, or two-two? I, I think it's two-two. It's two-two. But two. just a plea... I mean, I, I'm fine with that. It's 16 teams. It's at our home court. That's how we usually play in the leagues. Most are members, so we're going to play two-two. Um, back walls live, like normal. But it's. we're hoping for it to be a big party. Don't worry. The power squad's not together. Yeah, so that's for the up. fall class. Dante's right? at a and, uh, he's going to someone's yeah, wedding for the second year in a row. Wah, wah. You're so, with your mom uh, and dad, right? So me, my dad, my that's mother, great. um, and my older brother Rob. He's he's coming out. The
3: squad, out of, a red shirt year. He had a red shirt year. He's Bobby.
2: back. Bobby had a kid last year, so he had to be safe with COVID. He they got the vaccines, so he's he's ready to come out of of his red shirt junior year. So is it
4: uh is it like. You have to lose twice. Like, what's the... Double elimination. Double
2: Double elimination. We'll have music going. We're going to... We have to think of some other games going
4: on. Like always.
2: Food. Yeah, it'll be... It'll it'll be be fun. Typical tournament. What
4: What are you doing for food? Why do you throw that back like it's like at the background? You're like, oh, wolf we'll music, wolf we'll food. Because <laughs> people are always hungry at these tournaments. <laughs> yeah, they are. But you said it like it I was like did, sec- what we did last time. It was good. We did like you're talking to a chef here. Yeah. So you're acting like it wasn't a big deal. Burgers and sauce. I remember. We oh, did. my God. Do we do? Oh, burgers is is like whatever. But like we a sausage, have a
2: uh, food truck coming. Okay. One of the members has a food truck. Nice. So, so then, after that
0: week, we have the uh, Mike Contura Memorial Tournament. That's it at Wickliffe. Um, so this is a player that we actually Dante and I literally played with. Like, saw him the week before he passed. Yeah. He just passed oh, away, man. like heart attack in his sleep. Yeah. Big botchet player won the high stakes tournament. It was a $250 per person entry. They, they won. Two fifty per person. They won sixteen yeah. grand that day. That team.
4: Wait, uh, what? Yeah, big, big, big bocce. Dude, bashing. that's him and, him and his team won. Um, Did you and, guys play in that tournament, you were saying?
0: Yeah, we with Dante and me. Uh, actually, the first time I played with Carm, yeah. uh, Marinucci, and then my dad, we played. Uh, that was your foursome? Um, that was our foursome. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah. Cause at Jerry's house, which is amazing. And uh, mm-hmm. the the week after, he just passed away. And so this year, uh, they're doing a memorial. Uh, you
4: said called. at where? So Jerry's house. Yeah, what?
2: So Jerry's house is um, he owns an excavating company and Mr. An o- Excavator, Mr. Excavator, and another company, doesn't he? Yeah, some trucking, some I trucking think. company, yeah, Devil's trucking. So he has uh, several acres on his property, Carmen. It's a ranch style home, but from what I heard, he has levels below, which like is true, Dago. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, they have two courts there that are covered, but they have garage doors. They have. Uh, digital scoreboards right behind. I mean, these are the cleanest courts, like, spectacular. They have a, a I don't know, 20-person, like, square bar. A pool. And get this. His granddaughters? Yeah, granddaughters. Yes. Granddaughters were playing softball, and they needed a field to practice on. So he, and we should share this, he built a uh, a softball field in his backyard.
0: I mean, it's it's crazy. The, the 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 quality of the court, the, the the maintenance he does. Oh my god. The way he thought about <laughs> like there's a bathroom <laughs> car, He put a bathroom literally right by the bar between the botch courts so no one has to go into his you house. You don't you forget apartment. you're at a house. Like it's it's amazing. And we've had now
3: Oh like, man, are you serious? In his house. And his son
1: oh. lives right across the pond. Jerry
2: mm-hmm. Jr. Who is you know? It's cool. It's a big party. So one one good thing about Bocce is it's COVID friendly. So last year that was one of the Shit. things we could do because it's outdoors. So we went to a few of their, of their tournaments that he had there.
4: So where where is his place at again? That's uh, like that's okay. Right? Thirty
2: minutes east of Cleveland. Yeah, Chesterland. Shit. So how did you guys
4: uh, so meet
0: that? Them? That is how I. That was probably the first tournament. There's a guy named Michael Chapulo who who ran a tournament called the Johnny Anthony Chapulo uh, tournament for his brother who passed a leukemia 12 years ago because i just looked i went to the first tournament with my grandpa my dad me and we played in this tournament little Italy, friday night lights everywhere we were the shit in columbus we went up there we lost both games <laughs> <laughs> and we were like, I
4: was like "What the fuck?" that's like what you brought up earlier you're like, like you, you have you have a team you feel like, like you're the shit you go somewhere you lose get in columbus yeah
1: what is this yeah, yeah.
4: ever since that
0: that tournament, I've been hooked. I mean, I've been hooked to Cleveland. Like, it's just been nonstop. So, and
1: is that
2: tournament different from the Little Italy tournament?
0: That is the Little Italy tournament. Okay, it just moved to Jerry's because of COVID. Because just want to make sure Cleveland said you can't have tournaments. Oh, it's outside, like literally on the top of Murray Hill.
4: So, was he like a big part of he? Uh, they, Little their club,
0: like owns the the three courts and the little Italy is like a big part of their community. So they up on up the, on Little Italy, like it's, yeah, it's up there. on the hill in
2: Little Italy, there's yeah. the Alta House and they have three yeah. courts there. So yeah, you you have That's to go. Awesome. It's
4: at the end of July, correct? Yep, July 25th. twenty-four and twenty-five. Yep. So do you think? Okay, what month are we? On? Do you, uh, will there be an uh, an Italian Fest in this year? I think so. I, 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 I don't know in Columbus. That's that's what I'm asking. In Columbus,
0: I'm hearing I'm hearing no through my connections. Really, really, why? That'd be upsetting. And don't uh, say COVID, because so I just was, watched fifty thousand people. I, thank you. I just watched fifty thousand
4: people in Cleveland.
0: Yeah, because of the <laughs> uh, Ohio State Fair being canceled with spectators. Yeah, but they have
4: horses. We have bocce. <laughs> <I> don't disagree <laughs> with you.
0: Fuck. Uh, and I I have tickets to actually. The draft and all I had to do was sign a waiver that said I have my vaccine and I and I can enter. Yeah.
4: So so this is a good question. So like uh you just said that they wouldn't let them do the little Italy tournament. Correct. And they did it at uh Jerry's, Bob, house. Jerry's house. Yes. So if they they couldn't do last year's uh a, the Italian fest one and where did they replace that at? That, well, it was pretty well, much the Brucey. The Columbus Italian
0: Festival was canceled, so right. that's why we ran the Kujini Classic tournament. Okay, Classic.
4: Would you do that again if I'm they still do? We're it doing it, we're it no matter what. No matter what. It's
2: it. The, we threw it we, because we week Anthony's week. grandpa passed away, yeah. and he was a stellar, one of the most notable bocce players in Columbus, and we respected the hell out of him. So we're yeah. like, hey, let's do this for him.
4: So you would. It, it, we that's a keeping different weekend or yeah.
2: keeping it every week or every year. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter, it doesn't if matter. It, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So
0: But yeah. A lot, a lot after out. that, I don't know, then go to the, do, the boccebros.com dot slash bocce tournaments and you can yeah. see what's after that.
3: And what and also if you're listening, boccebros.com, you could check out the tournaments. And also we're gonna start updating thanks to one of our followers for um, making a good point we're going to start highlighting the winners of some of these tournaments. So you go to our tournaments tab on theboccibros.com, and you can see uh, a little winners tab underneath the tournament. We'll get that up soon enough where you'll be able to see uh, the names and the picture of the winners of the tournament. Get a little more uh, notoriety out there for the bocce community.
2: Yeah, yeah. I like that. I like
4: that. (laughs) I like
2: that. I want to talk about one more thing.
4: Yeah, keep it going. Go for what it.
2: I want to talk about the butcher shop.
4: Oh, man. yeah. We got butcher
2: shop. Let's talk about that, and then we'll wrap it up.
4: Yeah. What do you so, want to know?
2: Well, Cthulhu's Meats, and the reason why I want to bring it up, obviously, because your family started yeah. Cthulhu's Meats. So I, I kind of want to get a rundown of who started it. You know, I know your dad was was owner, and, now, and then Danny was, yeah. and your younger brother's taken over. Yeah. But it's, it's cool because before I even met you, my grandpa... I mean, he would always go there. Yeah. Um, obviously, a lot of my family members, basically anyone in Youngstown knows Cotillo Meats. So, just want to get a little rundown of, of
4: that history in your family. Yeah. So, my family owns an Italian butcher shop, Cotillo Prime Meats, in Youngstown. Uh, it started in 1984. But my my grandpa, it's originally my grandfather's, uh, Danny Catulo, And he actually was the one who uh, taught me how to play bocce. Really? Yeah. So, uh, wow. it's a it was a straight up old school Italian butcher shop. It's kind of changed in in the time. It's still a butcher shop feeling. I wish it was a little bit more old school, but it's adapted with the times in a good way. I mean, with COVID, with everything they you know, sh- shipping's one of their biggest things. Where back in the day, it was more uh, brick and mortar, like people walking in and everything. Mm but my grandpa was in the uh navy and was uh going to be just like a regular like artillery you know naval person naval man <laughs> and uh he ended up like kind of like cooking in the kitchen a little bit and cooked for some of the high-ranking officers and they really liked this food and when he came back home he was, wanted to learn uh, more butchering and learned it at Gaynard and Price, which is an old-school, old-school, old-school butcher uh, in Youngstown. And he bought them out and started Cthulhu Prime Eats. I started working there when I was 11. <laughs> 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 bagging ice. Nice. And, uh, this is 1965. The bagging <laughs> ice. And uh, we used to uh, walk around. I used to walk around with... a. Roundup and <laughs> spray the, the sidewalks or like the, uh, so say like the parking lot around, uh, Katil Premi. on Midlothian. This is old school. This is yeah. back in the day. I remember it. Been, I remember it on the, yeah. so there'd be like, uh, cracks in the sidewalk and like little weeds that were grown up. He'd make us like go out there and spray. Like so you're
3: aware on. that roundup was, you know, it works. No. Well, yeah, <laughs> but you're aware of the, the cancer causing. Yeah. I will Can know we... in a few years. Yeah. and <laughs> okay. um, We'll get, we'll, we'll have that podcast yeah. when
4: it happens, but it's cr- like, uh, he, I mean they taught me everything about about food I, I mean I learned everything about food and I learned everything about customer service at whoa whoa <laughs> a little burp uh, at uh, I, at my family's butcher shop because and I think those are the two most important things um, obviously about food is like knowing like about food is extremely important in providing a good product but customer service is huge and what my family taught me was you know, everybody that walked through the door at the butcher shop was family. And when anybody would order anything, you offered to bring out their their food for them to their car. And if it was for any, like, you know, a, a grandma or whoever you were taking that, it, it, whether or not they said no, like because like, grandma walks in and gets a turkey for Thanksgiving. I'm good, and it's like a 25 pound turkey. She's like, I good, and you know, like <laughs> tries to like carry it out. You just took it out. Yeah, you 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 said I'm they they say they're fine, and you just take it out. And you know, like you take those things, whether or not it's even if I didn't go in the food, like I took those type of things and just you know, apply them to my life and everything, especially when it came to like respect your elders and everything like that. But I mean, that's, it's a huge part of my life always will be a huge part of my life is working there. What my grandpa built. um, I could see a lot of people always ask me, why didn't I go into that? Especially because it's food related and I love food and it's because I like cooking more than like the, butchering aspect of the Mm. business butchering is extremely hard grinded my dad down to the bones grinded my uncle down grinded a lot of people down i mean you're on your feet for you know 60 hours a week holidays are just murdered i mean like i cannot tell you a holiday where my dad wasn't sleeping your family's company the whole day
3: (laughs) your, your, your family's company employed 65% 65% of, <laughs> of, the, of the of the 65 <laughs> is a very good number.
1: Yeah, I for sure. That,
4: that's like right on on par.
1: Yeah.
4: <laughs> uh and that I I love that part of about it too. There's like uh you know that you camaraderie know, part yeah, about you, it. You
3: walk in there I know like yeah. there's Chris you know your classmates there. Um, you know, there's my classmates there, you know, like
4: there's everyone. It kind of still is a little bit, but it's kind of started Uh, uh, to drift away, uh, but still, you know, it's still there. Uh, my, my big thing that I really like is that my youngest brother, Angelo, who we just mentioned, and he's huge in the bocce, just Mm -hmm. a (laughs) side note. Uh, he's just started taking over the butcher shop. So if you think about it, it's the third generation, but the youngest of the whole third generation and we're Italian. So like out of the cousins of the butcher shop and my brothers, he's the youngest. Yeah. By, like, 15, 18 years. And he's running the shop now. He's bringing a different type of attitude to it, which I really like. Which is a very, like, you know, no holds part. He's very, like, this is the way that it used to be. And he's trying to reestablish a culture. Mm. Which, once a culture starts to go down, it's hard to bring it back up. Mm
1: -hmm. Especially
4: Mm -hmm. in food. So, like, people start getting really lax around there, you know, with, you know, And then kind of COVID started happening. It's like, everybody's just very, it's uptight. And Angel's trying to bring that like camaraderie back. And I think he's doing a really good job. I mean, dude's great. He's killing it. Mm -hmm. He's young. You know, sometimes you just need to get like, we were talking about that with Bachi. It's like, sometimes you need, you need young, energetic Mm -hmm. people, a part of something. So yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's ingrained in me and, uh, I'll never forget it. But, uh, yeah, shout out to Catillo Premi. Yeah. yeah, shout For out sure. to Angelo. I mean, yeah.
2: it's true, like you said, it's a, hes bringing a younger vibe to it, but doesn't mean he wants to completely change it. We don't right. want to completely change Bocce. We want to—we want to keep the culture alive. We want to keep the old school attitude—not old school attitude, but a lot of those older traditions alive, because that's what right. made this game so special. And that's right. what he's doing. It's just in a different light. You know, hundred percent. You have to adapt. Yeah. You know, you adapt or die, especially in this world right but now. But like
4: what you just said for bocce, like we were talking about earlier, it's like you adapt the great the the things that you love about the sport. Mm-hmm. Like you're not adapting the stiffness. You want to adapt the the competition part. You want to adapt the camaraderie part. Like the, the you're looking at all it. the yeah, mm-hmm. which I think is super cool. Love it. All right, boys. Carm, we really appreciate Time it, man. ticks by, huh? Oh. On this thing,
2: I feel like we're on a Rogan podcast. <laughs> yeah, An hour fifty minutes. So, uh, you ever yeah. try mushrooms? Yeah. <laughs> you want to talk about DMT? <laughs> aliens, monkeys, Can aliens, DMT. Podcasts, what we got coming? You, uh, did those guys. Oh are man, I'm Frank excited, and Russ. Yeah. Frank and Russ. Those guys are sweet, Frank I and Russ. Um, our,
3: bocce our Northeast Ohio. Oh no, shit!
4: That's awesome. That's yeah. super cool.
3: Our Northeast Ohio guys. You'll know Frank and Russ, man. They win everything. Are you getting?
4: Are they coming on live? Nah,
3: unfortunately. I wish Zoom. we could do it live. Zoom. I, I It'll really, be fun. I really wish we could do it live because I would love to have a you know sit down and a drink with those guys. Um, but
2: it will be a good one. Same, no matter they what. They taught me a lesson. So we were at a bocce tournament in Cleveland a couple months ago, <laughs> and we were starving, and we we mentioned the time between games. We had like a three hour break and we were hungry. And we go out there and these guys roll up with their coolers. So he pulls (laughs) out his wine. Yeah. He has wine, his glasses there you know for their team. um, Bread, meat. And it it wasn't like, oh, you know, a subway sandwich. It was your typical Italian sandwich. You know, whole team. Sides. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Everything. It was great. So we have to make sure we do that moving forward.
4: Very smart.
3: All right. Well, hey, thanks again, Carmen. We appreciate it. Uh, Yeah, it was a blast. Our listeners, check out theboccibros.com for upcoming tournaments, uh, bocce apparel, and everything else bocce needs. The American Bocce Open September 10th and 11th. We can't wait to see you there, and we'll see you next episode. Peace. Peace. Later. Later, haters.